I ran downstairs and when I opened the backyard door, his foot, one of his feet was on the, the bar of the gate. And I said, Khalid, stop playing. This is not a joke, it's not funny. I said, Khalid. And then I got afraid to open the door all the way in case it was my fault that the, he, you know, he snapped. When I, peeped, when I looked up, his head was just hanging back. He was gone. Black Boys Don't Cry is a boxed-in room unable to escape. At its root, it's a story of suicide and loss. A young boy is awakened in the middle of the night only to be told his cousin died. As we hold the figures of Leroy and Lala, we see strength, loneliness, and a haunting memory. BBDC goes further questioning the notion of masculinity, a black man's ability to mourn, cry, and what it means to go on. Three stories take place. The story of Khalif Browder, his mother, Vanita Browder's words act as the missing characters in the room. Let us never forget Khalif Browder. That is the summary of the new short film written and directed by friend of the podcast, Yao Obrenu Yamoa. And uh, in a second here, we're going to hear from him uh, over the phone. So uh, before we call him Dixon, uh, we both watched it. Yes, we what did. Was, what was your first <clears throat> thoughts, inclinations towards the movie? Um, It's a very short movie, but... Though it's short, it's very emotional, it's very touching, and it has a very deep message to it that I've thought of a lot over the past 24 hours now, and I still just, I kind of think of new things the more I think of the little movie there, but it's really good, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a super, yeah, great, like, touches a lot of emotional um, nerves yeah. in a lot of people, and it also is such a thought-provoking piece. So, with that being said... Let's call in the the man himself, writer, director, friend of the pod. Yeah, hopefully he picks up right now. Yes. Let's hear it. He doesn't. He's ready. Doesn't pick up. Hello, Yao. This is Yasanel here with the Changing Formats podcast. How are you? I'm good, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Dixon and I are both here. We watched uh, your movie, Black Boys. Don't cry. Yes, Congratulations sir. on the new Thank short film, buddy. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, did you want to jump right into it, or do you want to talk about some interesting topics first? What's, what's your... What's well, let's, your, uh, let's jump right into it. Let's I'm jump thinking. right in. Let's yeah. jump right in. So, okay, okay. Uh, you know, your story acts as basically the vantage point of a lot of uh, mental stress and mental health issues that goes on within the community. And yeah. like my first place, I guess where I want to start is uh, where, where was your inspiration like going into like writing something and tackling like a topic as heavy as this uh, in, you know, your short film, I believe this is your debut. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is my first thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Um, like cool. first, first, first ever real, like, um, like I filmed it, I edited it, um, I paid everyone on it. Um, oh, wow. so it was, and that's what matters. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it was just like, I, I guess the reason why I wanted to do it is just because I've suffered loss. Uh, yeah, so I guess I just, 
I, I guess I just wanted to talk about something that uh, was close to me and and beyond that, um, even things that I think as an artist I suffer from. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it was just like I I kind of like saw a photo and within the photo I just was like damn okay that reminds me of something and and then I called Trophy with just the idea which Trophy was the assistant director on the and um, I called him with the idea and he was like yo I love it it doesn't have to be long we could just do it by ourselves da da da. And all of a sudden, I just wrote it that night. And then I sent it back to him. And then I sent it to a DP I know in Mexico. Um, oh, really? Just director. Yeah, just a... Uh, just, uh, she she has... Uh, just, her work is beautiful, right? Yeah. So I, I sent it to her just so she can like read it. And she was like, yo, you can do this. Um, think of doing it in one shot if you can. Cool. Um, and so our goal was to do it in one shot and show the length of like what it would feel like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when I went, when I went to edit it and and um, showcase how it like when I started doing it in there, I thought, man, it's too hard for people to watch. Oh wow. Because, you think so? Because it was just, it was too intense. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, I, like, I did it a bunch of ways in the edit form to try and see how I can make it less intense. And the only way was to stylize it. Mm-hmm. And oh, so okay. I just was like, okay, I got to stylize it. And all of a sudden I was like, I have to figure out what my style is. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, 100%. So it was just, so it was just like, it was like, a real, real um, process in the editing form. Did you have to? Did you I have to reshoot? In, did you have to reshoot the movie, or did you just? No, it? no, no. I think, like the thing about it is the resources that I had for because I paid everyone on it. Oh yeah, right. So, so resources after that, and and you know, I was just like, man, and I have two things going on, right? Yeah. I usually am working on two to three projects at a time. So while while I already found this and I'm in editing process, I'm still trying to get the new collection out. And I'm writing a film for for that is like a, a like well at that time was ten minutes long that we were already starting to do reads on. Oh, that's awesome! So oh, cool. So I was just like, damn, like. I can't reshoot this. Oh, I yeah. have to keep, I have to find, I have to not find the story, but I have to, I can't show the, long, the longer version, which is three minutes of excruciating pain. That mm-hmm. I, or I have to stylize it into trying to find out how to, how to show this, show beauty in, in pain. Right. So mm, I just, I just, I just kind of like had to had to really go further, and uh, um, I had to go really further and uh, try and find out what I'm really gonna say. So it 100%. was it was really interesting. Yeah. Do you have anything? Sorry, uh, just... Um, for the for the film there, you uh, 
just kind of a artistic uh, question, I guess. Uh, were you originally planning to do a voiceover of the conversation that was happening, or was it always your plan to do the subtitles that, and uh, make it a silent film? There. I'll tell y'all. I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys the real truth. Mm. <laughs> Give us the scoop. Um, uh, no, the Vanita Browder. Um, I'm a, I'm a person that follows threes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if like I was trying to do a silent film, right? Yeah. One second. I was I, I was trying to do a silent film. One second. Yep. <laughs> Um, but within, <laughs> but within, within trying to do a, a silent film, I, um, I basically was like, I, I basically was like, damn, like, how is this gonna, how is it, how am I gonna, uh, Can, like, like, I, I showed, the I showed idea. one or two, no, I showed, I showed someone the thing and then they're like, they're like, who is he looking at? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, like that was, I was like, that's what I don't want to do. I want to show these two characters and make you think of who they're looking at, right? Yeah. And he just the way he was like questioning it, I was like, I was like, oh man, like maybe I'm thinking my audience is way more <laughs> smarter. <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> then I am then I am you know and so I was like damn like I couldn't figure that out and all of a sudden um, I turn on Netflix one day I saw the Vanilla Browder story I'm not yeah. I mean the I, I'm not Vanilla Browder but yeah yeah like time Khalif Browder story and I saw it and I was like okay weird I'm not I've seen this already right mm -hmm. yeah then then I was on the bus and I heard someone talking about it. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's number two. This is all while I'm editing. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden my, uh, one of my friends, like one of my close friends, she sends me, uh, um, a clip from the Khalid Browder story. And I said, Oh, that's number three. Jeez. Oh, wow. Just a sign. And so I was like, okay. I was like, okay, let me just, do some research. Yeah. And so I started just doing a bunch of research, but I did a bunch of research in like November when I was writing the story. For sure. But, but like with the fact that there's, um, there's more black kids killing themselves ever mm -hmm. than like ever before. And there's more black kids killing themselves um, than any other race right now. Damn. So, Shit. so I was just like, okay, like, okay, now I saw three. So I started being like, okay, let me look at Khalid. I just started reading more articles. I was like, maybe there's something happening with Khalid Browder right now. Okay. So I started reading so much more articles and I stumbled on this Vanita uh, Browder talking about finding her son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, okay. Yeah, you're gonna. They might not get it, but you're gonna be talking about the past, the present, and the past, the present, and the future right in this one two minutes wow. in two minutes and forty seven seconds. Yeah, and so, the thing is, the thing is, uh, like I showed, I showed both Dixon and uh Craig this 
the, the short film. And even just putting the clip in there, it really, like, did a lot to educate on, you know, what that story is. When, when it's like, okay, but who, who is that talking? And you go into the, the description and you see, okay, it's Vanita Browder. And it's like, yeah. okay, what's Vanita Browder? And what is what does she symbolize in the movie? And you go and you look into this extensive, you know, history of Khalif Browder and the, the you know, the, the scene-shifting moment of, like, him standing up against the system and what that did and what that story mm-hmm. did. And, like, mm-hmm. that's something that, like, I thought, you know, immediately I was like, that's such a, like, a beautiful placement to put those words in there. Mm-hmm. Because it also mm-hmm. it also experiences like like loss loss on on Vanita Browder's part, which yeah. you know yeah. we all have immortalized Khalif, and rightfully so. But it's also like the loss that she is going through herself, and you know how that like ties into the character's loss in your short film. I thought that was like mm-hmm. you know really like potent and really like beautifully done yes. uh i just thought man man there's no like we're talking about a mother losing her son i'm not sure. showing the mother right i'm not showing the mother but if i can if you can hear what it is it, it might sound even in the future of her talking about finding the son mm-hmm. her almost like she's supposed to not not that she's over it but she she's um She's found under like a sense of an okay sense of understanding, yeah. you know. Uh, and and even hearing her there, it's still they're still littering her. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, man, like this is you get the future of this mother telling and talking about her son, and you get the present moment of her telling her telling my character Leroy that right. he lost that he lost his cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from that moment on, it's just his his um him trying to find well, him fighting his masculinity really. Yeah. And and that it's like like I, I think I went really in on that and and I just felt like I just felt like it was something I, I, I needed to say, not only for myself, mm-hmm. but like for, for what's happening. And if, 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 if anyone goes back and just, and, and, and you, and y'all know me, like I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like, well, well why? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if, when I ask why I got to fit, I got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, I just had to. I just had to go in. I had to really, really go in and really look at myself, look at my pain, look yes. at the questions I'm asking myself, and and really, really try and figure it out. You know, sure. I think we all come from we all come from Cape Cuddy, you know, and and it's just kind of like you, you, there are things that sometimes you're like, man, why do I still feel this way, or why have I lost someone to due to this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's um that's that's you know it's just aching pain that I just want to like address and and figure out for sure. And um, 
Uh, Craig, Craig obviously couldn't be here uh, for this right now, but he sent me in uh, some questions. And basically, he when when I was watching it with him, he was talking mm-hmm. about how uh, going back to to this idea of masculinity and uh, the emotional weight that like being a male kind of like carries in terms of like you're not supposed to like be emotional, you're not supposed to you know, cry this way. You're not supposed to whatever. You're supposed to be a man and man up, right? Um, yeah. The question that he had is he was asking what what was or what do you perceive the difference to be, if there is one, in the reaction and the interpretation of your film between, like, a male viewer and a female viewer? Like, how do you think uh, a male viewer and a female viewer will look at your film in a different way? Or do you think... Um, there's more. I, I, I'm not sure. That that's a real good question. I, <laughs> I, I, I guess the thing I would hope a male viewer would look at it and be like, is, hey, in topics, in topics like this, or in topics where, hey, I, or even let let it be, let it be like you were just born into something. You listen to too much Drake. You, if you want to cry, cry. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> you know, like, I wish I had the soundboard uh, locked in right now. Uh, I hit the I hit the Don DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like that's that's okay, and I think that's what I wanted it to be like. That yeah. like, hey, yo, that's okay. You know, the funny thing is when I was watch, I was uh, not watching this when I was uh, um editing this like the last week the last week where i was just kind of like just looking at it again and putting in the last little like two things you know like the final touches you know, yeah the final touches just coming over and, and like playing with the color one more time you know kind of thing i heard this thing where uh some girl on the internet uh, was like was like I don't want my man to be sensitive and be a crier and whatever. Oh. And I was like, and so I was just like listening to it. And I said, I said, okay, I get it. I get it to a point. I get it. Like you, that, that there's this idea that we wanted to, that men are supposed to be this kind of like overarching, um, like support. Like the strong you know? ones. The strong man, yeah. overarching support. But, the thing I'm saying is if you if we don't if we don't actually are allowed to be as human human yeah then then we're missing out on uh, on getting better as human yeah you know and and that's where I just am like man like the internet just wants to say all the things we we're supposed to be doing and yo you're supposed to be making over five hundred trades you know how what percentage of people is that. I don't Yo, know. you're supposed to, you know, like that's the thing. Is like there's these there's these new ideas that I'm just like, damn, like we need to break that. We need to yeah. get back to this idea of being human, right? And, sure. And, and and how how do we how can we how can we just be human and have reactions and live and try to find happiness and balance? Mm-hmm. And, uh... and yeah. Yeah, Dixon, yesterday, so when I showed you, yeah. you had this interpretation of the ending and, like, yeah. him being okay. alone. 
So I want to I want to yeah. I want I want you to hear this this interpretation that Dixon had because I thought it was very interesting in terms of like how you could interpret it that way and like okay. I want him to delve into it. I, I've thought of other interpretations yeah. as well, but my initial interpretation is that I noticed in the end of the film that uh, was Lala Lala, Lala wasn't with Leroy anymore that he was alone, and once he was yeah. finally finally alone just by himself and just the close up of his face, that's when he finally lets the one tear go, and that's when he finally starts to cry. Right? So isn't that you? Isn't that us? Isn't that all of us? Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing. my my initial interpretation of that was actually that this was maybe his his first step into breaking that 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 stigma of black boys don't cry that um if he can finally show that we do feel and we do cry uh you can't just jump right into it that's like the first baby step of trying to end that cycle and where that first tear coming down is him finally saying you know what i have to emote and i have to show these feelings but this is my first step this is my baby step and that's kind of what i got from that initial scene um, yeah. But you said, did you did you say like you had a change in interpretation like since? Or? Well, and we, and we no, talk- no. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear y'all. Yeah, sorry. We we talked about a bit more after, and and I thought about it a bit more, and I think there's there's also the other side of it of it continuing that cycle of he had to wait for Lala to leave in order to shed that tear to keep that stigma going of we don't cry because as long as they don't see me cry. I've, I'm not crying. I'm only crying to me. I'm the only one who's feeling these emotions, but they're mm-hmm. not seeing that. So that uh, perception of black boys don't cry keeps on living throughout society, right? Yeah, that's that's how that's mm-hmm. how he explained it to me. And the thing is, like, uh, of course, there's um, a cyclical a cyclical nature in in how hurt hurt people can hurt people, right? Yeah, and like how and how like there's a cycle of grief that that passes around right and mm-hmm. and you know the the way that i i i was looking at it the way that i i first looked at it is in the there in the conversation right in 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 the the conversation the memory of uh the cousin that mm-hmm. uh, uh, is going throughout the the film this restraint on the part of his cousin to acknowledge fully this level of hurt yeah leaves Leroy feeling like he wishes he could have done more he wishes he could have been there more even though like exactly. even though like he he was there yeah right yeah. and that cycle yeah. of grief like continues to push forward until he cries and and I looked at the ending of that like Dixon I agree with you yeah. that there's there's kind of two frames of thought that or maybe even more yeah. that I kind of look at that ending in which is like you said one him ending ending that cycle of grief by finally really like letting it out and actually crying and yeah. acknowledging and facing mm-hmm. facing that uh These you know that living nightmare so That's to speak it, right uh mm-hmm. then there's the other side of it which is Lala, he couldn't cry in front of Lala, and like he was trying to hold back, trying to be strong, trying to grit his teeth down, and like you know hold that until she's gone. Yeah, and then he does that, and then the third one that I kind of also look at is that this perhaps could be like Lala is still there, but this is kind of like him just crying on the inside, right? In in isolation, in his own thoughts, in his own you know. Uh, 
like just the back of his yeah. mind and and grieving on the inside, but still continuing to not let it out. And these, mm. the the three viewpoints of that, I think all equate to answering the same problem, regardless of uh you know the the way perception uh and it's really it's really about perception and external perception and how that has caused what it's caused in terms of like the mental health within like the black community right and specifically with black males so um what 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 are your thoughts on how we we are (laughs) looking at this i love i i I will not i love it Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love that it made you think. It really, I love that it did all of that. I think when I like, I won't. I, I'll give you some real insider point of views and you your viewers um, some mm-hmm. insider point of views because when I wrote it and even in my experience of it, um, because you know you write from things that happen to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in my in my experience, you he loses a lot. Sorry, right. he. Sorry, what was that? He loses Lala. He loses oh. Lala. Man. He loses his cousin. Oh shit! Oh wow! So, so it's it's like in 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 this, and that was the thing I did to these actors is I I I presented it to them that they were there for each other. First, I'm like, yo, you're there for each other. You're there. Right. By like by hour three. Hour three of recording, I said, you know what? I know you guys don't know this, but you lose her too. Hmm. Oh wow. You know, like she like after this, everything destroyed. You know? And and because it's because of your blame for yourself, you're blaming yourself, you're blaming the fact that, hey, you found love in the midst of someone's despair. Oh man! And, oh no! And and so it's just like it's 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 like I love the fact that you get into it and you're wondering why she's not there because it's the true thing. The one thing that I also thought when I was writing this ending is we saw more. We saw not that there hasn't been as many shootings of black men all forever. For sure, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, but like. But like last year, it felt like we we visually saw it more. Yeah. Right? Yes. And and so I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, well, at least for the title wise, when I was thinking of the title, I was like, man, y'all don't realize that, like, hey, when you do that, like, we're we're so we're such a sensitive culture that when you kill one of us. You make us, you hurt us all. Yeah, yeah. And 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 now there's these people, there's kids that can't even taste that. So, so it's just, it's like what? It's almost like a question. Did you think we don't cry? Right. It, so yeah. It's not it's even. Like, it's not a statement. It's, it's a. Like, it's a question of like it's really. A, it's a question. Are you that like really? <laughs> Man, so it got we, dense that you think so what, we don't cry. So you're saying, so you're saying that that the ending of this movie is Leroy basically rejecting that game of happiness because he feels like he was thriving in the in the midst of his boy like going through this horrible shit, and he almost like feels like indebted to the fact that like 
I was so happy while this guy was... Why do I deserve to be happy while my boy out here was... Living a nightmare. Yes, living a nightmare, exactly. Man, that's that's fucking crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. That's beautiful. So it's it's just... there's, There's... there's a lot of, and that's where I feel like, I feel like it's just kind of, it's hard because like, I didn't like, we only had one, we only did it in one room. So we kind of closed off all entranceways. Like the dining yeah. room, we can close it off in my house. The kitchen door, we can close the door. And so we're just in the dining room and there's one, there's four of us. Yeah. So we're suffocating in that. It's hot. Yeah. It's, you know, like, it's just like we're, you know, people's emotions are up. We're there for six hours. Yeah, Jesus. Holy and, crap. And, and, and we're just balling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just balling. And we're just trying, like, we are literally uncovering. They're literally getting back, get, getting through the trauma that may be even my own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so we're just we're just getting into it and we're just going over it. We're I'm asking them questions. We're having one on one. We're we're I'm telling them the story of this story. Yeah. They, you know, and I'm just I'm uncovering all the little and I'm giving them more than anyone like more than anything. And this is like this is the thing that I thought was. I keep t- telling everyone that worked on this. I said, not a lot of people get to know insights to me, and you four got all of me today. Yeah, wow. because yeah. We, we, because we needed the all. T- we needed to become close. It's a super. And it's a super one- vulnerable piece. Like yes, like it's <laughs> it's abstract because there's a lot. It, there's yeah. a lot of like you know you have to do the digging yourself. You right. need to you need to recognize historical context. And and yeah. and read into what's going on. Yes, but it like even in that, it's still so vulnerable and so like emotionally high. Yes. Like even though it's all just expression, it's all yeah. just you know how how is his eyes like drooping a certain way? Like his like the disbelief in his face, like the anger in in his face, in his looks, in different points in time. But One it tells the, uh, it, it tells. One of the actions I, the I, 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 really, I, would, yeah. I would love for you guys to have Lolu on too. I'll get you his number and we can figure out a way for you guys to have him on in a, another day. That'd be Sweet. amazing. Um, yeah, um, yeah of, because I really, I, and even if we could get Kaya on, maybe have them both on for you guys. Yeah. I'll try and do that for you. Um, but, um, but because I, because I think, I think the, these actors need to get their praise. Like yes. they, they yes. went, they really, really went in. They really, really went through an ordeal. And I really think that I, I really pushed them in ways that I was, um, um, at point sometimes I feel bad that I pushed them so hard, but, um, but we got to a, at least a beautiful, um, little piece. And I just, I just hope that by next time I get better, you know? Um, I, 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 I just, um, there, but, and like, I remember how I said, oh, I think I'm making, I think that I, I think that the audience is smart enough. I still didn't really give them like a break here. They have to like, 
like one of my friends says, hey, you made a film that you have to watch again and again. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. I've watched I've watched it and, like genuinely like over 25 times. Uh, like it's, <laughs> it's so short that I can keep going and like look into like different things that I find. Like what more. did I miss? And every time I've watched, I've found a new that's awesome. way of like, oh, this or oh, there's this here and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I just I just I, I just hope I didn't go too far. And I hope that I didn't um, overcomplicate things. No, you know? um, I don't. Think I hope so. even up for the person that doesn't want to work, they look at it and, and get a, a sense of style that that they may that at least stays with them and makes them wonder. You know, the thing uh, is that I I I, I, I understand in a way that like sometimes like you want to almost move at the pace of your slowest runner. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like. Because yeah. if that person, like, if that, that can happen sometimes. But I feel like for a message like this and for, mm-hmm. like, this ever, like, I almost look at it like as, like, an ever-expanding self-portrait. Right. It's something that I think is for, it's for, like, the sophisticated viewer that's going to ask questions. It's not for the person that's gonna, not going to ask those questions. They're just going to watch and be like, what because also, mean? I think the people that don't ask those questions won't get the message if you dumb it down for them anyways. That's true. Mm, you know what true. I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah. I I just um it's 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 one of those that I just like I've been holding well we've been working on it since November first. Mm. So for like and we shot it on in January January sixth. Oh, wow. And I finished editing it in like uh, February, like mid February. Yeah. And then I just been holding it because I it wasn't supposed to be a Black History Month piece, but it ended up doing what I mean, yeah. it does. You know, <laughs> I didn't want that. I didn't want the pressure. You know what I'm saying? I was right. like, damn, let's not put the pressure on this. You know, but <laughs> it just did what it had to do. You know, so. Um, well, speaking uh, of that, good. speaking of that, getting getting your your piece because like you were on the news, you were like doing oh, wow. a whole bunch of different like thing pieces for this movie and for for uh, this project. Like, how did that feel? Because I know you were saying that this did way more like in in size of scope of like what was looking at this than you ever imagined it was. How did that oh, make yeah. you feel to like <laughs> be under the microscope in like that? you know, giant lens. I, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think I, I, think I could get good, mm-hmm. right? I, 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 think, I think this is a start, but everyone was, every, like the way people went in and was like, so, you know, uh, we, you know, like, hey, it started with like a little newspaper. And I was like, oh, a new newspaper wants to do something. Okay, I was like, cool, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Trophy did, did it. Yeah. Then it was like uh, a school thing. They wanted to have, have us on um, uh, on uh, Skype. And I said, okay, cool, like, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, then it was the radio station. Then <laughs> it was the news. Then oh, it wow. was like, and I was just like, hey, 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 hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, Slow it down. I'm, uh, 
I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I can get better, guys. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> don't say this is the pinnacle of my work. <laughs> you know, like, this is not like, you know, and that's where I got scared of. I was like, please don't give me my flowers when I. When listen, I listen to this dumb shit. <laughs> listen to this dumb shit Yao told me. Yao told me. He was like, <laughs> he was like, oh. When like I'm at these places and we we screen in the movie and everybody's talking about how much they love the movie and he's like, "Am I dead? Am I like what? like why are they talking about me like I'm a past? What do you like mean? this is like in retrospect of Yao's life." No, wait, wait, what is that? What does that mean? He's like, he's like, oh, don't, don't applaud my movie. Like, the, fuck is, the fuck are you doing? Why are you applauding my movie? You know. And that's when I started like low key, low key, low key. After after it came out, I had to really look at myself. I had to be like, imagine, imagine this. I had to look at myself and be like, Yo, are you never happy? Oh, because it's like if it didn't if it didn't do enough numbers, you would have been like, oh man, I I really wish it would have done more. Yeah. And, uh, or if, if people weren't like, oh my god, this is great, you would have been like, oh, like I don't think people are looking in enough. But yeah. then they look in and you're like, I oh, don't look in this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. holy shit. You know, you know, and that's the thing is, I I will I know, and the funny thing is, I know if if there was no love for this, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be upset. Yeah, yes, I know. Of course, I, I of course. Know. As as um, as a creator, the, as an but, artist, you can't not be upset if nobody, yeah. you know, bats an eyelash at at your your film. But, but knowing myself, if you said if no one gave me the just due for so much work that came into this thing, you know, for only two minutes and forty-seven seconds, if no one looked at that and 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 gave me the just due there, I know I know myself that I would be like, okay, you don't want to give me love, watch me. Yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, that's who I am. I'm not. I, I come from the class of like Kobe's. The you remember Kobe shot three air balls in his first game. Yeah. So, so for me, watch me, man. You 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 laughing now, right? <laughs> and that's just where the class I come from, right? Mm-hmm. So so now so now all of a sudden this is happening, and I'm like, shit. Well, I know I can get better. <laughs> yeah. Like. Please just don't give me all these flowers and then not watch me get better. You mm. know? Oh, and, that's okay. I still disagree with that I, shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Disagree, but I get it. No, 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 no. But I, no, no. I do, I do get it. I do yeah. get it. Because, like, because, like, no, the, no, thing is, a, the thing is, the thing is, is like a GQ interview, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but it's like, it's, I, I get it. it's like you, you not trying to be, you're not trying to be the one hit wonder. Yeah, like no, because it's like, would no. you like, would you rather have like never made it or be the one hit wonder? Like, in my opinion, I would take like. That never made it, but I'm still doing what I'm doing. Like I would, right. I would prefer that way before you know. Oh, he's just the guy with that one thing he did well. Yeah, and the rest of what he did is completely it's it's trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do understand. I do Imagine, understand I what that. you're saying. Imagine because people are so ready to call you trash. Yeah. Oh wow. You, you True. Know? And I just think I just think this 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 
this generation is just waiting for you to fail yeah. so they can be like aha shouts out y'all. shouts out chance the rapper Dude, dude. Hey, 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 hey. hey, what? No, we, we, we had this conversation. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> we had this exact conversation. It's Cecil. What do you want about? Yo, yo, I got uh, What do you think? Of, uh, let's step away for a second. What do you think about the three pack? The, the scary hours, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, okay, well, this is, this is how I look at it. Uh, the first I I, I, I want to hear your man too. I want to hear your man. Too. He he hasn't heard he hasn't heard no. the three pack yet. Uh, but oh, okay. yeah, but basically, the first song I hated. I did not like. Yeah, I, I did not like the first yeah, song. That one. That yeah, one was it. nah. The second song. The second song I was okay with. I liked the little baby. I like I like little oh, baby's little part. Little baby it. Yeah, Lil so I liked his it. part, yeah. but the Drake part I was like cool on. And then the third yeah. song was probably my favorite of the three. But I'm not even I'm not even that big of a fan, and that was fire. I have to say. It's fire. But the thing is that it's with fire. the third song, I, I it's my favorite of the three. But it's six and a half yeah. minutes long, and the beat doesn't switch up at all in the entire six and a half minutes. Mm. It's six and a half minutes yeah. of the same beat with the same flows and he's saying some like he's barring out which is fine ross has like an, a yeah. minute long verse that's pretty good but overall yeah. overall i wasn't jumping up and down about it like everyone else was no i'm not i'm not jumping up and down but i i see for for a time where we haven't had music for a while uh, i see how about the silk sonic the what Oh my goodness! I'm gonna talk about yeah, this yeah, a yeah. whole. I'm gonna play this song at the end of this podcast because okay, I okay. need to. <laughs> this that song is to this point my favorite song of the year. Oh wow! Leave the door yeah. open. Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. Oh my god! I just I just went crazy. Like I heard it, I was just like, God, okay. isn't that just like liquid gold for the ear? Like it's it, it, it's it is. Oh. it is. It is. I don't think it, gold it has like, liquid for the ear though. God, no, it's good. It's liquid gold is good for your ear. It's good for your ear. Don't let anyone tell you any difference. You need that. What's what's yeah. the, what's the what's the elements like uh, in today? Is it AU? AU. AU. That's an AU yeah. for the ear. <laughs> AU for the yes. ox. <laughs> That's the yes. AU and ox. Yes. Is gold. Yes. Mm. Yes. I I definitely feel it, man. Like it was a uh, it was a good Friday. Like for, we haven't had a good Friday in a minute. Yeah. This was yeah. a good. There was there was a lot of good stuff that came out this week. But I'm gonna get into all that at the end of the pod. But uh. I think we're we're gonna uh, start to wrap this up, but basically. Okay, can you do can you do something for me to wrap up then? Well, I well I have one more question first, and then <laughs> then I'll do something okay. for you. This okay, is this cool. is what I, this is what I, I want. Ask I want you. I want you to I want you to go off a, a song for my way out. You know that's ah. how I ask these days. These days, if they ask me to come in, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, you gotta give me a song on the way out." Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, so this is this is what this is what I gotta this is what uh, I gotta ask because this is one more of Craig's questions because Craig, great question asker apparently. So this is what he this is what he had to say. He so we were talking about basically this cycle of grief, right? And talking about this um, you know cycle of hurt, so to speak, and how throughout the throughout the movie you tackle a lot of different sides of 
you know, emotional weight that comes along as a black man in grieving and, you know, feeling this loss of, you know, his cousin in the movie, but just anyone in general in, in real life, which, uh, by the way, not to make this question long-winded, but I really liked the fact that you had, like, your actors look directly in the lens to yeah. kind of break that yeah. barrier between, like, this is just a, a fiction, because it's not a fiction. Yeah. It's, like, a reality, so, like breaking that barrier to be like you are also here sitting at this table like in this room yeah. in this space i Yo, really thank you man i really fucking thank love you. that i i that's that's like there's so much i there was people that told me yo you didn't keep the lens stable i was like when were you crying and keeping your lens stable fact yeah like when when, mm, when that's when, a good way of putting it yeah oh you know like like i i know what is i know what 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 like what um what is like a movie supposed to look like yeah of course that's that's cool if you want if you wanted you could have got you could have got stabilizers in there and tripods in there if you wanted to (laughs) but but exactly you're painting you're painting an emotive uh palette with the the way that it's being shot and the way that it's being framed so yeah yeah. but um so the question the question that uh he has for you is he wants to know if you have the answer or if you like have a thought on this, how as you know, not just black men, but as men in general, how can we start to break this cycle at large? Like what are the steps in how, how do you see, like what is the start of breaking this cycle? I think I think I think even like a day like today is breaking the cycle. Mm, you, okay. Me having this conversation is breaking the cycle. Mm-hmm. And this is basically what I wanted it to do. I wanted it, and that's why that's why low key when it became this big thing, I was like maybe that maybe it's meant to be that mm-hmm. you know because it's meant to be this this thing that that that, hey, we can talk about this. We can talk about things that hurt. We don't, we can talk about, we can talk about like things that may not make us happy because we just need to get, get through it. Mm-hmm. And, and if we, if we hold it in, if we keep believing in this solitude, like there's this, there's this, there's a point where men became, become so solo. I don't know one time, I don't know one time I was going through something I think I was like uh, 20 or 21. Mm. I called one of my boys. I'm not even going to say who it was, but like I called one of my boys. And I was like, man, like I'm going like telling him like, yo, I just, you know, I can't figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm having a hard, really hard time. And he's like, wait, you know what he said? Yo, yeah. man, like let's just, you know, let's just go out. You get some pussy, you know, you get over it. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, shit, that's who we are. Yeah, oh. it, you know, and 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 that's where I was just like, I think that's the thing is we always think, oh man, like, we just have to go and always mask it into these things and like getting girls and all yeah. that and smoking and all of that yeah, instead man. of just being like, instead of just being like, yo, uh, man, like. Yo, like go to your man and be like, yo, you told me. It's like, it's like, do you need 
su- like big suicidal thoughts? Do you need that call to yeah. it it to get to that point? Do we need that call? Exactly. You know, right. When I die, when I die, I hope I go to hell because I'm a piece. Like, why do we need yeah. to get to that point? Yeah. You know, and that's what ninety five, ninety. What what time that album come out? But like, and and oh, to this to that. That album to this to this song to this um to this uh film yeah it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because it's a that's it's literally a mirror thing. of that's a mirror of the beginning of your film with you know oh she's cute there's that cute girl and whatever and just trying to like instead of instead of mm, like facing it you're distracting yourself right and you're not yeah that yeah that's why I put that in. Hmm. Distra- yeah, it's That's just distractions. It's not, it's not uh, you know, solving the problem or facing the problem, right? Yeah. Distracting yeah. yourself isn't actually changing the narrative or changing no. the, the <clears throat> you know, the, the, the pain you're feeling and actually getting it out, right? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen yeah. if you're going to, you know, pretend it's not there and, and pretend it's like a ghost <laughs> that doesn't exist and it's, you know, it's just a different thing right mm-hmm. yeah damn mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm. man this movie this movie <laughs> black boys don't cry Great. i i uh i guess i'll start i fucking loved it i thought it was excellent all across the board i think in two and a half minutes craig said it to me when we watched it he said for a film that's two and a half minutes you say so much yes like there's yeah. hours and hours, days and days and months and months of conversation that can be had over what you explored in two and a half minutes without any dialogue uh, that's like verbal, you know, out there dialogue, without any, you know, setting, giant setting changes and twists and turns. It's all just like raw emotion that can be unpacked. Right. Like very, <clears throat> very well. Um, I loved, you know, the claustric, uh, claustrophobic nature of yes. the setting being in one room at the table that we don't really see the edges of too much. No. So it's all just yeah. this one space. Like, yeah, there's not enough good things that I can say about it. Everybody that I've showed thus far has had nothing but good things to say about it, which is That's like, amazing. yeah, like, yes. Uh, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think it's, I think it's a brilliant piece of art and I, Thank you and applaud you say, for putting that forward. All, all, all I say is, if you think my silent shit is going to be good, I really am. I'm writing a film called Caroline. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and uh, I'm I'm so in love with this. Mm-hmm. And and like the way I talk about art, the way I talk about society, the way I talk about relationships in it. Yeah. The way I talk about violence in it, mm-hmm. man, you know, the way I talk about crime in it, like sure. there's, there's something that like, I really, I think, I think when you, if, if they give, if I'm allowed to be given a chance to get to where my dreams are, right. I really think that there's so much that I can, like, I can tell. I believe you know? it. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and that's all I hope for. I mm-hmm. hope to just be able to be given a chance to get to a point where I can work on these, work on, uh, work on films that are maybe 20k, maybe maybe 50k, maybe a million dollars, you know. Yeah, right. And 
and and and do these things where like hey i don't only suffocate you in a room but i take you on a, this amazing journey but mm. for the limited funds i had i wanted you to i wanted you to feel what what um i didn't want you to escape mm-hmm. yeah you know and i think i think i think I think I, I think I did that. I think as much as like, as much as I'm not patting myself on the back, I do believe that. I <laughs> do believe that I'm like. <laughs> as much as I'm not I, patting myself on the back, get the fuck out of here. Well, I'm giving myself well, a round of applause I, I, though. I, I, I just mean I do believe that I, I, I got something off. No, yeah, I got cool. you. No, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, like uh, you and I have never actually met in person, but after after watching this movie, I just I personally can't wait to see what more you have to offer. Honestly, I, I really Thank you, thought man. this was great, very thought provoking. I thought, like Craig said, for a two and a half minute movie, it shows a lot, it tells a lot, and it asks a lot of questions, and it it allows the viewer to just really dig deep. And I just I can't wait for more of that from you. Well, I'm supposed to be showing it in Calgary in August. Um, yes, they're giving me a whole. They're giving me a whole art show uh, with like with like um, my paintings and, and and a few things. So when that happens, I'd love for you all to come. I would love to like I would love to have these real conversations again. Yes. Um, hey but, yo, but when like you're I here, said, when you're yeah. here, we'll get we'll get you back on the pod, but we'll have the whole we'll have the whole crew in. Yeah. Okay, dope, 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 and we can talk about more things than just my shit. <laughs> no, man. No, it's gonna be all about your shit, and we're just gonna we're just gonna parade you until you're sick. Oh my god! <laughs> two parter of just pats on the back, just rounds be like, of applause. Yow, fucking great job! <laughs> yow, 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 <laughs> yow, yow. <laughs> until you're physically <laughs> ill. Until you're like, walk out. you're gonna walk out in fury. You're gonna be like, what the? F- I'm not done yet. <laughs> Stop complimenting am I, me. Yeah, am I am I dying? Am I dying? Am I dying? <laughs> oh man. So what do you what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do to wrap this up, buddy? Alright, alright. So you can pick between two songs, um, either Pinocchio story or uh or uh, uh suicidal thoughts from Biggie. So Ooh. I'm gonna end on I'm gonna end on that, but y'all have to keep me on for the song. But I don't think it's possible to keep you on for the song here. Cause, oh, no? Because I'll have to hang up to play the song. Oh, okay, okay. I'll just listen to it myself. Tell me which one you're going to listen to. Which one, which one do you think? Suicidal Thoughts, Biggie, or, or Pinocchio Story, Kanye West? I, you haven't shown me Biggie yet, so I, I don't have no... You want to... Well, okay, Rock, Paper, Scissors me. Rock, All Paper, right. Scissors me right now, because they're both good choices. All right, we'll do Pinocchio story. Sweet. We'll hit Pinocchio story one time for Yao. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining us on uh, this podcast. You, Congratulations on Black Boys Don't Cry. Yes. Can you please, you, for the people, let them know where they can watch it and where they can keep up with all of your shit going forward? Well, to tell you the truth, uh, there's, I'm not on Insta for the month because I just uh, I have so much to do. You're, so, you're correct uh, on this, by the way. You need, like... I think everybody like needs just time from social media sometimes. That's true. Like oh, social yeah. media can be so toxic. And I think if you're in a creative space, taking that step back is fucking yeah. mint. So. I, I, I just I just needed to. Like there was a point where I was I was on there and I was, I was like there was another dance, there was another killing, there was another this, and I was just like, 
yo, what the fuck am I looking at, bro? Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, and I just was like, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just tired. Right. For sure. So I said, I said, yo, there's a bunch of stuff I have to get. That was on Monday that I said that. Mm-hmm. And I said, there's a bunch of stuff I got to get out this week. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm like, let me just get it all out. Let me say Friday. I'm off. And so Friday night, deleted the app and, and I'm free of it for this month. So once, once a, a couple of things, once I'm done, yeah. the few things and I have to start uh, taking, because I have like a, a shoot next week and uh, another shoot and, and then I got a bunch of paintings and then I got to get the collection out. So once that's like, once I'm at the end of the month, I think I'm going to be at a point where I can go on and just just show work, you For know, sure. just yeah. be like, hey, hey, uh, brr, here it is, yeah. you know, um, and then and then hopefully hopefully um, hopefully I can, I I it doesn't make me upset again, you know. For sure, um, but we'll see. Wait, what's that? Actually, you know what? Um, I can I can play with you because I can switch it over to my laptop. Oh, okay. oh no, I'm a fucking um, idiot. The but one, yeah, what's your one, yeah? Give them, give them where where we can uh, keep up with you. You can watch it on two things. You can go to at Yao or Benny Moore on my on my Insta, even though I'm not there. Or <laughs> you can go to yaoyamoa.com, and that's Y A W Y A M O A H, and that just has that has everything because I I just need a resume for when I'm showcasing for sure, all the right. things I'm doing. So you can see every, you can see a quarter, like I haven't put everything up there, but most of everything I've done to this point um, right now. So, and, but it opens up with the film on its first page. So you can see it right there. All right, everybody go Mm -hmm. check it out. I'm a, I'm a throw on Pinocchio story one time for you. Let's see. All right. Got to make the switch. Oh shit! Let's see, let's get it up. Eight oh eight, great, great record. Eight oh eight. Love this shit. Oh, I gotta put this on speaker now. There we go. All right, let's. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm that dead air DJ that's like, oh shit, I didn't I didn't cue. Uh. <laughs> All right, let me get 808's Pinocchio story. Bang! Wise men say, wise men say, wise men say, you'll never figure out where it was, never figure out where it was. It's so crazy, crazy, crazy. I got everything figured out. But for some reason, I can never find what real love is about. No doubt. Everything in the world figured out. But I can never seem to find what real love was about. Do you think I sacrifice real life for all the fame and flashing lights? Do you think I sacrifice 
talk the hoes in them, making the money in them, you spend the toast in them. And tell me what it be that for a real boy. They say Kanye. He keeps it real, boy. That's Kanye's. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Let me handle my real boy. No, no, no. No. Let me handle my real boy. It didn't come out right. Thank you, Yao, for joining us. Yes. Now, back to the, the regularly scheduled programming. Progr ah, I don't ah. know how to segue back. Genie. Ah, <laughs> wow, what a great conversation with Yao. Yeah, awesome. Love that guy. Free. <laughs> <laughs> what the come fuck? Back. Come back. <laughs> um so we're at the start of the part two pretty much now mm -hmm. uh uh do do we now want to do marvel hot takes yeah fuck it circle back to the beginning yeah start at the end go back to the beginning go back to the end exactly yeah. all right off you go oh Wow. Wow. Take. It's back for now. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, bitches. We the the boys have been watching a lot of Marvel lately. And with and so I thought I'd find some Marvel hot takes. Yay. Here we Aww. go. <laughs> you know how it works. There's five. Oh, is there? As always. Oh. Cool. Is that true? Has it always been five? No, there's been Usually. a couple episodes where there's more than five. Or less than five. True factoid. So while looking through these these opinions, I noticed there are two characters hated far more than any other character. Yep. And let's discuss. Who's worse, Tony or Star-Lord? What do you mean worse? Like, okay. who, who's like the, who's, who's the worst character? Who's like the biggest scumbag? Oh, Star-Lord. Star yeah. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah, Star-Lord. Because he is. Like, <laughs> he but is. But Tony makes Ultron. Yeah, but Tony has a good heart and Okay, everything. well, yeah. Tony Whedon, has a good... Whedon's Tony is definitely worse than fucking Star-Lord. <laughs> Tony has a good heart in everything he does, but Star-Lord... Doesn't literally... have much of a heart. Yeah, he? like his only... his Gamora is his heart, no, and that's no, about Tony. it. Tony. Tony, he's saying because he is a... Arc he doesn't, doesn't have, have much of a, of a heart. heart. Get yeah. Hey, did you get it? I, I got, got it, it. you got sick it. son of a bitch. Hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like Tony at least tries to do good, while Star-Lord very rarely tries to do good. Like He's not that good of a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, like Star-Lord is a very like profit-based like, kind of guy. So like, yeah. Tony's like the polar opposite of that. Usually, usually. <laughs> so so yeah, Star Lord for sure. Star Lord, worst character in the MCU. Confirmed. It's not no no, no that's confirmed. Not, that's not true at all. That's not what I said. Captain America's ending in Endgame 
ruins his character arc and Peggy's. I disagree. What what character arc is it so, ruining? So they're so they're saying so I guess in Agent Carter, which I haven't watched, she like has to like live with the fact that like Steve is gone and like move on with her life and like find new love or whatever. And Steve, through like his movies, has to accept that like the past is the past and I need to like live in the now and focus on my present. But in Endgame, by going back in time and like discrediting all this like growth as people, it's like one, something Cap would never do, and two, like un- undoes both their arcs. I'm going to say no because the thing about like Captain America is that his arc was the fact that like life after war wasn't an option for him because everything yeah. that everything that was his life after war was 70 years earlier like he yes. lost all of that time yeah yeah so him having this opportunity to go to the past where in the present he was like this is home now like my home is just fighting like this is yeah. all i have to do like he never really got to a place where he was like, "All right, I'm ready to hang it up and live in the 2010s or the 2020s." Yeah, that never yeah. happened. Like he was still always like experiencing the loss of like yesteryear. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that doesn't make sense to me for that point. That like it undoes his arc because yeah. there was no arc there of him like coming to grips with the fact that he's not going back there. It's to me, it's more of the arc of he's never going to not do the right thing and he's never not going to do a selfish act because mm-hmm. he's Captain America. But at the same time, I think Civil War allows this ending to happen because it shows that Captain America is a flawed individual like the rest of us and shows that when it comes to Bucky, he's willing to sacrifice his morals. So, yeah. and Cap has the op- to, ability to try and make up for that in Infinity War. But when it comes, but I agree with the essence point of it's always been about he never had something to do after the war. He never had something to do after the fight, so he always kept the fight going. And that's yeah. why a lot of people look at his character as him giving up the fight doesn't make sense. It's like, it doesn't make sense because he never had that option. Yeah. But now he does. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, it, that, exactly what you just said. He never had the option to, like, you know, settle down with Peggy, even though, like, he kissed Sharon, which was weird. Very but weird. But past that, yeah. past that one wrinkle... You know, it can't all be perfect. Uh, Past that, it's like he never really was opting for a life after the fight. And that's why a lot of the things that he did, that's where his flaws were. And the fact that he was willing to punch his way out of every battle and lose in battles so that he would have more reason to continue to fight. (laughs) Yeah. Or to die trying. Right? Like, that's that's where it is for him. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I And I don't know disagree. enough about Agent Carter to comment on Peggy's Here's the thing arc, about so. Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't even know if those shows are actually canon. They're not canon. canon. They're I don't think canon. they're actually canon anymore. Yeah. Fair. So, yeah. so, no. Her arc is not canon. So, fuck her and her arc. And yes. also, he probably went back to, like, prior to the crash. Like No, so he went back to the 50s. The 50s is where he goes back to? Yeah, they kind of acknowledge that. Do they? Well, well, like they said it after the movie. I think that Cap goes back to the fifties and not ah, the forties. Okay, it's a weird year to go back to. Yeah. There's still like a gap there. Yeah, that is very weird. But I also disagree. Yeah, yeah I think he like more than earned it. That's I think, true. I think you do see it consistently, like in his character, that to get his old life back, he would do 
pretty much anything. That's and why he's he also, fights so hard to keep Bucky yeah. with them because yeah. Bucky is the last it's remnant. It's the last remnant of his old life, exactly. Right. Uh, but also, uh, he's probably outmatched with everything going forward. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mad yeah. celestial beings. I think he was. He realized like, you guys have. Like, like gods. I have a team now. I have an, I have a shield that was just broken. So yeah, you know what, uh, Sam? At least you have wings. So here's the shield. <laughs> here's the um, shield. Yeah. Do you what have you can a with shield it. and wings. Bucky, you have more you have than a, I do. You have a metal arm that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam can give you the shield. You can borrow the shield whenever you want. Uh, but yeah, like I'm done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which leads us to the next take. A lot of, a lot of debate. Over who should have gotten the shield. Some people say Bucky should have been the new Captain America. Disagree. Should have gone. I also disagree. I also disagree. Yeah. At the... Yes. Didn't he, like, assassinate JFK or something? Didn't he, didn't yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. Howard, Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Howard Stark. He, yeah, he's, like, it's, an enemy of America. It's yeah. off the fact that at the end of Endgame... <laughs> well, at the end of Black Panther, even, Bucky has somewhat found an identity for himself in the white wolf. And he knows what he can be moving forward. And at the yeah. same time, you're right. He knows what he's done in the past. And you see this in civil war that he doesn't believe he's worth all the fight cap is putting for, yeah. up for him. So he would not accept the shield because he doesn't believe he should be that rep representation of captain America. He's not right to uh, go forward with the role yeah. while Sam Throughout the whole first arc, when he's introduced, has almost always just been Steve's sidekick, really. And he never really had his own identity to grow from, yeah. which is why I think it's right for him to get the shield, because we're finally going to see Sam come into his own and be his own person moving forward. Yeah, which will be nice. Which will yeah. be great. Yeah. I, I, I saw a lot of criticism of Bucky as a character, saying he's just like a walking MacGuffin. A what? Like Steve, a MacGuffin. What's a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin is like a plot device to push the story forward. So he is Steve's like living like plot progressor. But that's it's, that's a weird thing to say because it's like a lot of the it, it, like he is part of a lot of the plot. So he wouldn't be a plot progressor as but much he's, as he's the plot he's, in he's itself. Not much of Ultron like a character. is Tony's MacGuffin. <laughs> he's like not much of a character, and he's just there to like. Give Cap like reason to do things. I disagree. I, I I think Bucky has at least enough character going for him that doesn't make him a walking plot point due to yeah. the fact of his storied past of being this assassin of being having his brain melted down for Hydra <laughs> yeah. and somehow still being able to fight through it and know that he's always trying to be a good person in spite of this. I could agree with that. I see what I see because what no no because the reason is because a lot of the things that Bucky does becomes extremely inconsequential in the movies that follow. Like, they never get brought back up. That's true. All, That's of, the, all of the horrible things he did don't really ever get brought back up once he becomes, like, White Wolf. Maybe because there's bigger issues at hand currently. Yeah. And maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier will address <clears throat> all these things. That's true. But up to now, like, they never really did. That's fair. So I, I could agree with it on the premise that, like, he was just there to be, like, Cap's weakness. But at the same time, both Bucky and Sam have been side characters in these movies. They've never been center screen. They've never been a main character. So, but the thing is that, but but the difference can you between name the difference between character? Falcon and and uh, uh, Bucky is is that Bucky, like, 
is the conflict. Like, he's the core oh, okay. of the conflict. Fair. So he's not just a side character. He's the core of the conflicts. But yeah. that's where the MacGuffin things comes in. Yeah. Because, like, he does progress Captain America's plots in a lot of ways. Okay. Where it's like... Three of, movies. Like, of course, Bucky <laughs> Bucky is the Winter Soldier. Like, and then Bucky did kill Iron Man's dad. So it's this reason for, like, Cap and Iron Man to fight. Yeah. Like, at the end there and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can understand that. Yeah. But on the whole, agree or disagree? I disagree. With, with what? With, like, Bucky just being, like, a to this point, just like a MacGuffin. Oh, I'll agree. Mm-hmm. I'll agree until I see Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's fair. Yeah. That's if fair. Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't touch on any of like the, <laughs> the Winter Soldier's like history, then yeah. yeah, okay. Then I will say yes. But if it delves into that and like a redemption arc for him properly, yeah, then no, he's not a MacGuffin. Okay, I'll, I'll agree with yes. Yeah, I agree as well. But I disagree with the original take. Sam is the right yeah, one to Sam, get the shield. Sam should. Have Sam the should shield. have the shield. Yeah. yeah. Sam should have the shield. Black Captain America, gosh, Lincoln's rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess it would be Washington. But yeah, yeah, Lincoln too. Yeah. Here's Anyways. here's a good one. Captain Marvel is better than Black Panther. That's not true. Truth. No. <laughs> Can we not? We, we, don't, we shouldn't even joke about that shit, all right? Yeah, no. But it has such weak villains. What? <laughs> No, no. Uh, wait, Captain Marvel the movie or the character? The movie. The movie. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, actually, it doesn't even matter. For me. Yeah, the char- like even neither, neither, neither are better than any, like, Black Panthers. So, like, no, I think the point just comes down to that women have been through more than black people. You know, that's where they're coming from. Right? Naturally. Yeah. There are I don't need to hear Dixon women. say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I shouldn't have to say that. Fuck. Uh, Black Panther's better. Yeah. Like in, miles, in every Miles aspect, ahead. Yes. In every aspect is the better movie. Yes. Lastly. The only thing is that she has more powers than he does. That doesn't matter. That's true. That doesn't make her better. No, I just said that's the only thing she has over no, yeah, fair enough. T'Challa is that she has more powers. Okay. Like, who would win in a fight? Probably her. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. I think it depends uh, where it takes place. Depends what Shuri does to the suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Black Widow was like... Is this a, the fifth take? Yes, this is the... Lit, the, the fifth and final take. Well, this is the last take. I rewinded my error. So it never happened. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Is that the take? <laughs> Black Widow is a disappointing character and is like very boring and doesn't have much of an arc throughout. And this is encapsulated in like her not even getting a funeral in Endgame, even though she did sacrifice her life. She was very, she was treated as much of a side character. Even she made the ultimate sacrifice and got like maybe a line or like one scene about it. Mm. Okay. Um, so wait, what's the take? Is that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe like failed Black Widow? Here's here's my thing on that is I disagree for the fact that Black Widow had enough screen time. She was yeah, she's part of the original, original six, six Avengers, but so was Hawkeye. Where's the love for Hawkeye here? Nobody's giving nobody gives a shit about Hawkeye and how little screen time he gets, but it's, it's Black Widow because she gets more screen time. But I feel she has enough of a character arc and always trying to 
amend the mistakes she's made of her assassin's past. And, and I- also, like, starting to, like, you know, like, find love with Banner and trying to, like, and settle Steve. down. <laughs> and, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, like, being, like, I'm ready to, you know, end this all. Like, end this assassin lifestyle. Okay. Which is a good arc. Fair. You don't think that's a good arc? I did not attach to the Banner Romanoff storyline at all. I didn't say I didn't say it was like the crazy story, but I said it's a good the, arc. The, the idea behind the arc is good, and like the arc of of Black Widow's character that she goes on is good. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and, and her arc in Endgame for finally finding the family of the Avengers and sacrificing for that is a good arc. And I feel Endgame is kind of Black Widow's movie in a lot of ways because she, based off the sacrifice and based off that she actually got a lot of the screen time in that movie, but. Her not getting a funeral, a lot of people have a problem with. I don't. Really? Because, uh, fucking, it's, the only funeral we got was Stark's, Iron Man's. He started the whole fucking thing. Sure. I think he deserves it. Right? Like, wouldn't they both deserve it? Sure. (laughs) But you only have time for one. And if you're going, only going to do one, are you going to do Stark's or Black Widow's? I guess, but it is still very weird. I'm with Dixon. I just it's I'm with you. Yeah. I, it's a movie, and in the context of the movie, did you really want to see two funerals, or did you want to see that funeral with both of them getting equal shine in Stark's final moment? Yeah, but Stark clearly takes precedence yeah. in the MCU, creating the MCU. In a cave with a box of scraps. Uh, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it's a movie. Like, it's yeah. not like if this was in real life and like Black Widow is, you know, like an it's, Avenger. It's not, yeah. And we're like, oh, Black Widow, you can go to the side because Tony Stark needs his moment. Yeah. Like, or you get two funerals in the movie, which would yeah. be overkill. I, the yeah. same way that like if they would have done the kneeling d- deleted scene. That would have been fucking over. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, it, it's just unnecessary. So that's the thing. It's like... It's not like she never got a funeral. We just didn't see her get a funeral. Because Vision also yeah. didn't get a Vision funeral. Vision didn't get a funeral. Uh, All the people that got snapped away, like, first time, didn't get, like, a memorial thing. Yeah. It was just like, they were they were all pillars. Um, did anybody <laughs> yeah. else die in the movie? Thanos Pietro. didn't get a funeral. Uh, Thanos did not get a funeral. Yeah, that's the biggest crime. Pietro. Pietro yeah, Pietro get didn't a get a funeral because they didn't have a body to bury. Yeah, um, that's. But yeah, like, don't like. There's so many characters throughout the whole MCU that didn't get a funeral, but it makes sense for Stark to get a funeral because it's Iron Man. It's yeah. totally all right. Well, Stark. let's say this: Did they shoot themselves in the foot doing a funeral for Stark? Then I don't think so, because now it might be expected of every character death. So would it have been <sighs> easier for them to do a, a tribute a different way? No, like. Than that, maybe. Possibly but I, I still, future. I still disagree with that fact because I feel me too. But I'm because just I just posing, posing yeah. the point. I think it's just wrong in general to hold people to the level that was Iron Man and Stark. And I'm even talking about Captain America on that level too. Because even though Captain America was a great character, Iron Man started the whole thing. I, I would, I disagree on that one though. If, if, if it was Captain America, that to me would be like. That's weird because they're two of the pillars and like the cornerstones because one created like the MCU and the other's the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Like that'd be very weird if, if that was the case. So that I disagree with. 
But, but I, I, I mean in like, what I don't mean, if if Iron Man took, I mean if Cap took Iron Man's place in that snap, then yeah, Cap gets a move uh, funeral. I I agree with that, but I don't think there should be, if, if Cap also died. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like if Cap also died, yeah, and Tony also died. And you do just a funeral for Tony, and Cap gets like, okay, yeah, Cap's gone. Like that'd be weird. Fair that'd enough. be like in the in the context of like the cinematic universe, the way that these are two pillars of your universe, and like one gets a funeral but the other doesn't. Yeah, that would be weird. But, but Widow isn't that a pillar. She's not a she's pillar. not a pillar of the MCU. She's an original six member, but she was a side character in every movie she was in. Yeah, so yeah. that's. That's where it is. Like, and like, if she's a side character in her own movie. But did they also fail her in not giving her her own movie until she died? No. No. Really? No. I don't think well, so. Well, because either you're going to do the backstory of Black yeah. Widow, which they're ending up doing now, which I don't think would have added that much in the previous universe, Mm-mm. or you're giving her her own Adventures of Black Widow movie, which I don't think is needed either because she's just going to end up being a side character in all the Avengers movies yeah. anyways. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So um, we all disagree, disagree with the team. Yeah. yeah. Did her justice. <laughs> I don't know if they did her justice, <laughs> but <laughs> did her, yeah. Yeah. Disagree. <laughs> yeah. I also saw a lot of people were very upset that Clint didn't die on Vormir. They thought it should have been him. He has way more to lose, though. Yeah. yeah he's got a family. Yeah. But he did target minorities after his family got dusted, well, so maybe he should technically. go. Uh, I guess if you want that to look was at a, it that That was an way. argument I saw. <laughs> it was like his family got dusted. He went and he killed Asians. Like, what are they guys? Doing? What are we doing? <laughs> they're a mob. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're the yakuza. yakuza. They're, they're villains. He yeah. also killed the cartel. He'll probably also kill just like. I wish Italian it was Ronin in, in Endgame. Same. I wish they would have stuck with Ronin. Yeah, that would have been. I, I feel the exact nice. same way. But I, after watching it, I, I rewatched Endgame, and I'm like, since they started with Ronin. That's where I'm like, they should have kept with Ronan. But yeah. I don't dislike Hawkeye's role in the movie. Me either. Me either. I, I like what Hawkeye does. So I'm of like the opinion that they should have done either two things. A, stick with Ronan. Or B, instead of him being Ronan at the start, have him be like just a vigilante Hawkeye who's not murdering these people. But he still at least has a bit of a soul left. Yeah. yeah. And he gets his original comic uh, costume while doing it too. Mm. Because I... Oh, should he also become deaf? No. Hawkeye's deaf. He shouldn't become deaf. Okay. I don't think he should become deaf. Oh. Maybe in the TV show he can become deaf, but... <laughs> Interesting. Hawkeye. Okay. Oh, He's man. deaf. Clint is deaf in the comics. Yeah, but Tell the comics... Tell I love her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was about to say, you can't, you can't actually hear him talk in the comics, though, so it doesn't translate well to the movies. Go on, make that a clip. Make that a clip. Go on. Go on. I was going to do it. We have you in 4K. We have you in 4K. I decided against it. Hi, me. What? I'm on your arrows. Jesus Christ. But yeah, those are the hot takes. I'll be happier when I put an arrow in its skull. No. Jesus! Oh. 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 Take. 
Oh my god. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> promoting this one. I like it. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next. What do we wanna how do we wanna proceed? <laughs> no, I don't get out of this hole. Um uh, uh potato head. Patooties. Nope. Speaking of people who can't actually hear you. <laughs> 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 you want to explain this? So I guess the Mr. Potato Head brand has just dropped the Mr. Because there's a Mrs. there. Because there's been a Mrs. for a long time. Well, so why is it just Mr. Potato Head? Well, is this necessary now? I don't know if it's... If Pepe rapes, <laughs> is this is this unfair on Mrs. Potato Head? Yeah. So what are you saying? Wait. I think it's fine. It so, but if this is fine, anything. if this is fine, Pepe's got to stay. How does that work? Because they're they're both they're both. No, just, I'm fine you know with I mean? I'm fine with them no. dropping the Mister though, because it's not just what is it because there's not a Mrs. or is it no? Be- it's because there is a Mrs. There is a, and there's been a Mrs. and there's been a Mrs. For a forever. Long time. So so they're dropping the Mister. I don't. How does that make so, sense? So the, the, the brand, company the brand is now called oh. Potato Head instead of being called Mister Potato Head oh. because there's a Mister Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato but Head. Mr. Potato Head is still Mr. Potato Head. Oh, I thought they were just, I thought they were dropping Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head. And I got that somewhat due to transgender equality of there's more than just Mr. and Mrs. in genders, right? Uh, But the company in general, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's not a big deal. No, honestly, honestly, it's actually not that big of a deal. No. Um, (laughs) Again, I'm going to state it. I'm going to state it like it is. It's not actually an it's issue not. in the it's first not. place. <laughs> it's not. Is this it's, really it's, an it's issue? Not. Yeah, it's no. not an issue, but people make the most out of what they can these days. They ran out of something to complain about, so they, they went Yeah, they went at Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato Head. Head. Okay. <laughs> but, like, it's fine. Like, it's not actually a big deal at all. Imagine, yeah. it's, it's like if, if fucking... Are kids even playing with Mr. Potato Head anymore? Anyways? I don't even know. It's all Fortnite and... Xbox or whatever. Once the new Toy Story comes out, there will. So, okay, here's the thing, though. It's called the Walt Disney Corporation, though, right? Sure. Imagine if, like, later, uh, Disney's wife probably, like, kept her last name and came in. Would they have to drop Disney and change it to, like, Disney and his wife's last name since she was just as big of a part of it? If you on your point. Well, it's kind of just like dropping the Mr. from because there's a Mrs. Potato Head, we're dropping Mr. to be more inclusive, right? Yeah. I'm so sure. let's say Walt Disney's wife was as big of a part as him in the creation of Disney. Should they change it to the what was his wife's name? Uh, Some, let's Walt say, Disney's wife? Let's say it's Maria. Know. Should they change it from the Walt Disney Corporation to the Walt and Maria Disney Corporation to be more inclusive to the wife? No. So uh, and that's like again, it's a non-issue. So yeah. that's why I'm like they. But this is what I'm saying about this whole thing. The Mr. It's Potato like head. it's a non-issue, but <clears throat> people make like the conversation I want to have here isn't actually whether or not Mr. Mrs. and Potato Heads and is this okay? <laughs> the conversation I want to have is if is anything an issue? Yeah. All right. Well, like when the, what's the last like. I guess the Dr. Seuss one was a bit of an issue. That's okay. That, I'll give you that. That was a bit yeah. of an issue. You can't have was, a, a little white boy standing over three Asians holding a shotgun you can't and be like three fish, guy. four fish, <laughs> orange fish, orange fish. You can't do that. Yeah. No. So, so, yeah, no. Uh, but but 
in today's day and age, so many things are just being like made out of nothing. And I want to know why. What What do you think is the reason why people fight these battles? Do you think it's because they want to like pat themselves on the back and be like, oh, I did something? It's that. Or is it just because like they're angry and frustrated and they want to put something else down just because they feel like they feel like entertainment industry is like indebted to them i think it's because it's it's the pat on the back but it's also the fact that for some reason everybody wants to feel like they've been through a struggle Mm -hmm. they've oh i've i've had my struggles so i feel like fighting this fight is them overcoming their struggles somehow and it's like is that really the struggle you want to have though like, yeah. oh, Mr. Potato Head is is oppressive to me because I'm a woman and they're not acknowledging Mrs. Potato Head. It's like, that's the... I, I saw myself as Mrs. Potato Head yeah. when I was a kid. Why am I being Growing played up, as second fiddle here? I saw myself as a root. I'm being a... <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes are roots, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. Fucking God. But yeah, it's like... I know my patooties. It's... it's it's yeah. pat themselves on the back and it's them wanting to overcome the struggle they've been through when it's not really yeah. a fucking struggle here. Or they want to be like allies, but they or, fight all like the unnecessary yes, fights. Or it's, it's that hey, as well. I did this because I support you. Yeah. yeah. Look what look, I, I really took it to Hasbro or whatever. It's whoever like, the fuck owns <laughs> I think yeah, it is Hasbro. Mr. Potato Head. I think I don't know. I think the issue that I always come across with all of this is exactly that. That yeah. it's like just a bunch of people that like want to be allies that don't know how to show their support properly. Yeah. And they make life infinitely worse for, for whatever cause they're for, attached to. For the actual causes and the actual incidents. Because then all of that gets lessened because they get lumped in with, oh, yeah, I remember when I fought for the women's rights movement and I fought for Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's another one of these Mrs. Potato Head things. And they're like, no, it's much more serious. Then yeah. it's like, then why'd you fight that battle? And now they got to explain themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah it seemed true. like an issue. And now <laughs> you're stuck. And now you're like, fuck. Yeah. And, and you got a potato head and no rights. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. It's like, great. Taking small wins. Fuck, stop taking yeah. small wins. Focus right. on the big picture here. The big wins. Take big dubs. Mrs. Miss potato Head is not a fucking win in general. I don't see how that's a win it's at all. It's not a win. Yeah. We got the mister out of there. Yeah. Got him. Bring down the patriarchy. White supremacy potatoes. Male, sorry, male supremacy is coming to an end by getting the mister out of potato head. We got mister out of there. White people are finished. (laughs) (laughs) White people are stuck in the mud. (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking insane. Yeah. But you see with like every cause. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's just like a group of people just form like a cancer. Yeah, and just like ruin everything mm-hmm. for whatever it is, and it's just—it's <sighs> even happening with like entire generations. Yeah, both Pepe, Pepe, and the Speedy Gonzalez thing. Like my sister, like gave me shit as if like I did it, but because, no. because she assumed it was Gen Z doing it when the article was written by a fifty-year-old. Oh, or, really? I was like, oh, let me, like, look into this. I, like, saw the tweet. I was like, okay, who's this guy? 
oh, he's 50. He's not Gen Z. Yeah. Like, leave me out of this. Oh, so there, so like people are like lumping in with like Gen Zs are like canceling everything. Anything that is canceled it's is Gen, Gen Z. Z. Yeah. It's almost any, like inherently not true. Any, yeah, I know. Any feminist is like those feminazis you see. Yeah. Any like BLM supporter are the, like the four white girls with the fucking hashtag and their Twitter bios and yeah. like the black like fist. It's like this isn't how movements it's work. Not. That's not this how movements work. This isn't a collective of people. You're choosing the like fucking loudest people. And they're yeah. always the loudest people. Yeah. That do fuck all. But the thing that I will say is is that a lot of this does come from social media. That's true. And yeah. people that lack maturity trying to touch on mature topics and mature themes. Yeah. Cuz I've said this, I've said this before and I might have said this on uh, the pod before, I don't know. Mm. Uh, uh people that tweet are the are the worst caliber of person. Like consistently. If you tweet consistently, you are tr- <laughs> Unless you have something to like promote, like if yeah. you're if you're like uh, you know a, a star or something like that, and you have to use Twitter to like keep up your profile or whatever. Yeah, fair fucks. John Cena's, but tweets. like, but like if you're just an everyday Joe, and and you're tweeting regularly, you're tweeting like today's one opinions, of those days. You suck. Die. <laughs> so, like, you, you're fucking trash. No one gives a shit about your opinions, and your opinions are always half-baked and fucking dumb. So, yeah, this is, like, you, you are the worst caliber of person. Just just putting that out there. Well, I guess so, make a fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the I way to I'm do it. I guess I'm not going to start tweeting regularly then. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Unless you do it ironically. Oh. Was... As you do most things. Do I ever do as anything, he does like, seriously? Most Things, guys. Anybody that hasn't watched this before, <laughs> irony. It's i. It's all irony. I think um, one word to describe Dixon is irony or stupidity. There's actually a lot of Doucheberg. words. Doucheberg. That's it. Enigma. <laughs> Hopotch. Hopotch. No, it's too broad. Uh, anyways, <laughs> you're misreading the circumstance. Anyways, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, People who tweet regularly should die because they have half-baked opinions. Yeah, but I was saying something more. It's attached to like how people just want to be like right. easy allies. Immature, immature, yeah. immaturity touching on mature themes. So, looking at like cancel culture in general, that's what it is. It's just mad immaturity and not seeing the bigger picture of like people are human beings. People are of certain times and certain eras where certain yeah. things are okay, certain things are passable. Yeah. And, like, for example, with the the Dr. Seuss thing, for me, that's really shit. Yeah. It sucks. Getting rid of these books and stopping – stop uh, – or ceasing to publish these books – Makes sense, yeah. – is fine. Yeah. But, like, to, like, throw attacks on this man's entire character for making stuff that, like, stereotypes would be okay – in like that time of day, yeah, is yeah. very strange to me. Not mm. saying that those actions were okay, of course, no, of course and it doesn't not. excuse your actions to be like, oh, it was of a time, yeah. But it is a thing of like you're removing the learning from anybody of any era, yeah. Like it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Like I I, I always equate it to like the Kevin Hart situation. 
where Kevin Hart got canceled before right. the Oscars because he made like homophobic jokes like 10 years earlier. Yeah. yeah. Even though 10 years ago, homophobic jokes were like very par for the course. Yeah. yeah. And no one's allowed to grow. No one's allowed to grow. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's it, it. It's all very it's all very strange to me. Dr. Strange or Dr. Strange. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss isn't the best example of that because no. one, I don't know how he grew if he did grow at all as a yeah. person. And two, those are wild fucking examples. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm I'm looking at it more in like the frame of reference. And we were just talking about it with WandaVision earlier of how certain mistakes can be appealed because of circumstances and consequences that cause that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But in real life we just don't we don't do allow that, that mistake. That area. You're fucking done. You're done. That didn't yeah. And that's yeah, what that's cancel is. culture is, yeah. which is fucking weird. Cancel culture is like You've made this mistake. Your life ends here. Yeah. Your livelihood <laughs> stops, ceases to exist yeah. here. Fine. I don't like what am I supposed to do? I don't know. You figure it out. You're canceled here yeah. and now. This is it. No more jobs. No, no more, more work. Anywhere. Even done. Safeway. Safeway shouldn't fucking hire you because you're a horrible person. Yeah. Like everything ceases to exist. Yeah. That's crazy it and is. these people who do this should be canceled honestly like yeah. people who just lump cancel culture onto people who've done nothing yeah. and try to ruin these people's lives should also equally be canceled but they don't understand the irony in that <laughs> irony they don't understand the <laughs> irony in any of that so yeah <laughs> irony yeah <laughs> so uh not enough bad things i could say about cancel culture yeah because the thing is also there's certain things that should be canceled that Gets dumbed down. What? That aren't canceled. Oh, that aren't. Yeah. That like aren't because it's like, oh, you're just part of that cancel culture thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, no. You went after Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I did not me personally. Yeah. Because I knew it was fucking stupid. There are fights worth taking that can't be fought anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Me too is like a battle that can't be fought. Yeah. Because, like, they fucked it. Yeah, they nuked yeah. the fridge, apparently. They, <laughs> they nuked the fridge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, these serious, like, issues are now, are now dead until they can be brought up down the road. It'll have to be, like, a different group of people. Yeah. yeah. But, like, how many people now have to, like, suffer through these issues? Right. Because we fucked it. Yeah. We had it. We had it. Mm-hmm. And then, then we you, fucked it. Then because you got some cocky. people couldn't. Pretty much. Yeah. Then you got cocky and you're like, oh, we've got it. I've, we've I've, got it. And then they took it right back and you lost it. Mm-hmm. And now you have to wait another millennia to get it again. Well, I don't know. Maybe not that long. Well, <laughs> maybe I'm over exaggerating, but no, but it is, it is true. Like, like taking, taking your moment and running it into the ground without capitalizing on your moment. You don't know when that moment's going to spring back up again. That's true. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to look at what you did and what your actions were in this moment and seeing, like, how the fuck did I not... How did I miss that window? How did I nuke the fridge? Right? Exactly. Like, how did I miss this window here? Yeah. And that's the that's the shameful part about all of it is that when it gets to the end and you have to look back and go, wow, we really had it right there, but we were so obsessed with, like, this cancel culture and this thing of, like... We're just going to keep getting one up instead of trying to solve the problem. And then you have to look back and be like, "Ah, if only I would have 
taken the chance to just solve it they, then and then. They were so obsessed with the fact that they had it, they had no idea what to do with it. Not, but not saying, though. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. But it's not saying, though, that <clears throat> I know what, what they no, should have done. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have no clue what they should have done in that moment. Yeah. But there's people that are far smarter than me that in probably those sh- movements. that should have been listened to and like you know further obliged yeah. so that they could start to mend this piece yeah. and start to move forward cuz if you're going to live your life in the collective of your movement and not try to integrate it back into humanity i think the movement from the start is a lost cause yeah that's, that's kind of yeah. how i look at it cuz if you're going to continue to play your movement you will continue to be ostracized from the rest of you know, the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Because you're not with them. Yeah. You're against them. And if you continue to be against them, and yes, you should be against them in the first place yeah. for whatever your issue is, whatever the problem is, whatever yeah. the conflict is, that's fair, but you have to continue as mending the, f- the fence so the next generation does better by yeah. each other than the previous one did. That's the thing. Because it's a battle for humanity. It's yeah. not a battle for one side is going to no. fall and the other is going to rise. You're trying to all come back to like yes. a meeting up point. Yeah. And I think people get lost in the idea of what a movement is. They're also focused on keeping the movement going, keeping the movement going. But at the end of the day, the movement is supposed to end. It's supposed to end when you come to that conclusion. You come to that solution you're finding. But people, it seems people are so obsessed with keeping it going, keeping it going. As long as it keeps going, we're winning. It's like, no, if it keeps going, you're losing because you're not getting anything done. Fights are supposed to end. Yes. (laughs) There's an end point to these fights. But yeah, with social media and all these movements, there are no leaders. And since it's on social media, it's so widespread that nobody really knows what the fuck we're doing and you'll have people in the same movement fighting for different things yeah but they'll think they're all fighting for the same thing but the way i also look at it and this is this is a question that maybe maybe i'm wrong on this but i kind of look at it as social media makes everything so widespread obviously in certain ways but i feel like social media also encourages this like echo chamber effect that like your point actually isn't moving anywhere because you're just communicating with people that already agree are, with you. agree with yeah. your movement. Yep. So the movement doesn't move because it's all it's just preaching in the to same, the choir. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of how I look at social For media's sure. involvement. Like it should have the power to like let's expand this, but it doesn't because people are that's the thing. Ignorant, Somebody... naive, whatever, and the mm. people that don't get it already <clears throat> will never get it. And. Yeah. And so you're just talking amongst yourselves about, yeah. oh, this is wrong. And that's the thing. Yeah, somebody tweets an opinion of theirs, and the people who agree are just going to tweet back saying, yes, this is right. You have the right idea. Good job. But nobody's actually tweeting back saying, all right, how do we go on from this? Yeah. Where's, what solution are we finding? Yeah. I agree with you, but what's the next part of this? It's, and that's the thing. You should do that on social media. That's what social media should be used yeah. for. It should be, it should be a way to increase and, uh, produce more conversation with people who you wouldn't have the chance to converse with in your regular day-to-day life. But instead it seems like it's just ended the conversation because it's just people agreeing with each other or disagreeing with each other. Yeah. Why would I follow you if I disagree with you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. I'll block you. And then I never have to see anything you post ever again. Yeah. And I've silenced your online presence forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking insane. That's the thing. Like, not to toot my own horn here. Uh, 
Go but on. I very rarely comment or do anything on social media. But when I do, I always have a point. <laughs> <laughs> for you. I always have a point you, to what buddy. I say. Usually, it's stuff that involves wrestling. But like, <laughs> me too. Not very. But like, I always I see something that I either agree with or disagree with. And I see somebody point that they bring up, and I counter their point and say no. From my perspective, this is how it was. This is what it is. These are the facts I'm giving. I've done it a couple times, and only a couple times I get responses. But I'm trying to further the conversation here. Yeah. I'm trying to make us all come to an understanding of what happened and how can what do we think are ways this can be improved from. But then there's a lot of people who say yes. That's that's it. Good job. <laughs> thank you for saying. I was gonna say it, but thank you for saying it. Hey. You. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what social media is these days. It's either, hey, it's either shut the fuck up or it's, hey, you, you're the real hero. Yeah. There we go. Let us congratulate our victory. Well, I'm going to pat you on the back and I'm going to pat myself on the back for patting you on the back. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, what? What do we want to go into next? No, I want you to continue. Okay. Uh, You're sp- doing such a good job. Sp- okay, I'll continue with bringing up uh, the next subject. Oh. Super straight. Oh, good. Okay. Yay. Hey. Do you guys know what this is? I was I was informed by Dixon just before this slightly of what it is, but he didn't even say it. I just assumed from what he said. So, so is yeah. It, is it similar to super bi? Sure, it is a type of sexual orientation now, um, and I won't say what it is initially. But they have they have created their own flag. Oh, great! And the colors are black and orange. The Pornhub logo colors. Of course, of oh course. My yeah, I immediately yeah, saw. It. I thought this has to be a joke, and I feel like because that's the flag, it is what everything starts as. It was a joke, and then people think, "Oh, they're right." Someone took it too far. And now yeah, it takes one person to think they're right for it to all go to shit. What it is is it's the sexual orientation that people are that men, and I guess it works for women too. But men are if you're super straight. And you're a man. You're attracted to women and only women who are born biologically women. Because apparently, if you're ah. straight and you're not attracted to trans women, you're transphobic. But, th- but okay. if you say, I'm super straight, they can't come for you. Yeah, because then they're attacking your sexual orientation. <laughs> That's a catch-22 if I've ever heard <laughs> yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. This is actually becoming a not a big issue, but it's becoming an issue over something that people just... People need to realize that attraction doesn't have anything to do with really... Okay, for some people, it has to do with bigotry. But when it comes to most people, (laughs) attraction doesn't have anything to do with with bigotry or oppression or or sex or transphobia or homophobia or, or, or racism or whatever. It just... It's attraction. Yeah. It's it's specific to people themselves. So just because somebody's not attracted to a trans person does not make them transphobic. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time... And I can sit here and say uh, there's, objective, there's trans people who are objectively attractive, but I'm not attractive to them because there's one average-sized problem that stops me from being attracted to them. What's that? They're schlong. They're schlong. They're schlong. You don't like schlong. Because, and that's, and that's how attraction works in a lot of ways. Can I see myself 
with that person, sexually active What's with that person. What's between their legs? Mm. Not that. Is, that. is that how it works? What? It, it matters what's between their, their legs. In some ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Well, <laughs> well, speaking of this, speaking of this, slightly, I want to <laughs> talk about... It, it's weeks late, because this was like at the start of February, but we never got around to it because of the, the episode 50. Right. I want to talk about the Chloe Bailey situation okay. from the start of the last month because there's a conversation within it that's worth having. Yeah. So I have the story here. Chloe Bailey of the sister duo, Chloe and Hallie, is fine with being seen as a sexual being, but she will not stand for being condemned for showing off her body and sexuality. Both Chloe and ha- uh, Hallie Bailey, Haley Bailey, Hallie, Halle Bailey made their own Instagram (laughs) accounts in January after sharing an account whilst on their rise to fame. And Chloe needed to hop on IG Live recently to quell the hate she's been for, uh, she's gotten for unashamedly living in her body. Uh, She says, For every woman out there, don't change who you are to make society feel comfortable. That's what she said. She says, uh, and I'm telling myself that's not what I'm going to do. Even when I posted the video yesterday, I posted it because I was saging and doing Palo Santa. And I was like, let's spread positive vibes. The video ref- uh, she's referring to caused controversy in the comments. It was basically just her like shaking her ass. Ah, yes. Right. S- spread positivity. Yeah. And it's okay. like, uh, yeah, someone so, like the comments were like, I really had faith that y'all wouldn't take this route, one person wrote. Another added, you really don't need to be doing this. And someone else commented, the attention-seeking is wild. And don't say she's not because there wouldn't be any need to post this kind of content. Uh, Chloe and Hallie were discovered by who gives a shit how they were discovered. Uh, She says, "Uh, I just felt it was important to address it so you guys get to kind of know who I am inside. Uh, she says regarding the criticism, she says, and it's really hard for me to think of myself as a sexual being or an attractive being, quite frankly. So when I see all the uproar about my posts and stuff, I'm a bit confused. Uh, she continues saying, I've never seen myself in that uh, way or in that light. So I take it as a huge compliment that you all take me as a sexual, sexy being. <laughs> and I don't post what I post to get attention. I don't need that. She said, noting that her spirituality has helped her overcome the need for outside attention. You all see what I'm posting. It's just me being me. me and there's more stuff here but i think that's pretty much where uh we'll leave it, it and then if we need to the search up something else yeah. yeah uh what are your thoughts 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 um she's right in the way that when you're expressing yourself uh showing people who you are in a way <laughs> that that using social media as a form of expression expressing to people who you are shouldn't be you shouldn't be judged for that really uh, and you shouldn't uh, get hate from it for, for oh, seeking attention. No, because that probably is for them. They're just like, I want to show – this makes me happy, and I want to show you all what makes me happy. But she was shaking her ass. Well, well I'm watching it now. She's not actually she's shaking, not her, shaking ass. her ass. She's waving. She's, like, dancing, like, happily in a room. Okay. She's a performer. She dances on stage. So yeah. if you're going to criticize her for this, criticize her for everything. Yeah. But mm. also, shut the fuck up. And yeah, honestly. Why, why does this concern you so heavily that she's, like, out here dancing? Yeah. So what? 
if it bothers you so much, unfollow her. Yeah. She doesn't have to live by how no, you No, but then think we, we're not live. furthering the conversation, Craig. <laughs> of what? Of, if, of, you, uh, if you don't like it, unfollow. Then you're of, not furthering the conversation. Live your life mm, the way yeah. I deem you should live your life. Well, this is, this is my stance on this. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. And people with, have to have their opinion on it. But that's my thing. Yeah. Like, if you're if you are going to post yourself, like I'm not I'm not going to give them like a pass for criticizing her for just yeah. dancing, Weirdly. right? Yeah. But the thing is that to be so because there was there was a bigger controversy around basically being so anti the criticism that oh, okay. that was almost like a thing of you know if you are going to be like. If you're going to post yourself on social media, there's a certain amount of criticism that's going to come along with it. That's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, if, 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 you, if you're going to let the criticism come at you like that, you probably shouldn't use social media. And that's a, that's a shame. That's a shame yeah, that that's, that's the case because social media is not a nice place. It's not. <laughs> it's not hell. a nice place <laughs> at hell. all. Yep. So, so, but like we know this. Yeah. So if you're going to be unashamedly doing it, then do it. Like do you. Yeah, have no shame. Because for me, I'm like, fuck it, do it, right? Yeah. Like I don't give a shit about her doing this. Yeah. Like, but if, but you got to understand that like there are just like, people miserable people on the internet who will shit on you especially if you're a celebrity especially if you're a celebrity yeah so when like because i i don't exactly remember the the entire conversation about it because it's a a long time ago now yeah but i think she was like like crying over and how could you do this to me and all this kind of stuff yeah and for me i'm like i empathize with the fact that you're sad over this that you're upset by the comments that you've seen but there is a side that's like you really should know better than this if you're going to like like look at like Cardi B for example. I give her as an example of she will post whatever because she does not give a Just shit. Whatever. Like she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. Like if any it truly doesn't give a shit. A and, lot of people say they don't care, but then they cry on Instagram live. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like that's that's my point. Yeah. And the thing is that you have every right to be sad. You can be sad. You can feel sad about whatever you want to. Don't let me tell you you can't be sad. Yeah. But I'm just saying going forward, you got to like if understand like this is the way social media is going to be. And you got to learn to like navigate social media in that way and don't be naive to the fact that like social media is a very toxic place. Yeah. yeah. Or you got to not if, yeah. if if criticism over content like this is going to make you feel a certain way yeah if you're am i off base in saying that no i i i, I, I agree so. with you if it's it comes to the point of if you're if you're gonna share on p- social media and if you're gonna put yourself out there like that expecting all comments and all reactions to be positive is very naive yeah it's and and people call it hopeful no it's naive um but if you're unwilling to take the bad comments with the good comments, then you shouldn't be posting at all because yeah, I think you should express yourself, but if you're gonna, if you're not going to, if you're going to shut down, then it's probably better for you to not post and to not express yourself to that level. 
Yeah. Because if 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 every bad comment you see makes you feel sad, then why then why are you gonna why are you gonna take this? Why are you gonna be sad at that? It's like it's. But the way that I look <laughs> at it is that if you're going to have an issue with the bad comments, then you're then that would mean that you are looking for affirmation in the content that you're posting. That's true. So then yeah, to say yeah. that I'm not posting this for anyone, I'm posting it for me. Yeah. But then when people leave bad comments on it, and then you're like, oh no, how <laughs> could you say that? But it's like I thought you were posting it for you. For you. They so if they were all good comments, then you would be getting a fur. It's it's a, it's a paradox, yeah. right? These bad comments shouldn't have any any uh, levels of of. Oh, what's the word? Assurance to you. not assurance. Oh, affirmation. You shouldn't be looking for any affirmation oh. if you're doing this for you. Yeah. And the lack of af- of affirmation from these bad comments shouldn't have any f- effect on you because it's be- for you because it's for you but if you're if you're showing that it does have an effect on you then you're showing that it wasn't just for you you're ex- you're looking to see what other people have to say about it and you're looking to see how people are reacting for it and then that becomes the reason of you did this for those people and that's where i'm like you can do this if you want to express yourself for other people that's fine yeah. but again you have to be willing to to understand that people aren't going to like it but if you're doing it for you then you have to be able to just ignore that shit you have to be able to say it doesn't i'm doing this for me so if you want to say bad shit you can say bad shit i don't give a fuck because i'm doing this for me if you want to say good shit you can say good shit i don't give a fuck (laughs) this is making me feel good so yeah the thing (sighs) though the thing though for me is that it's not about it's not about the fact that when it comes to like pause how it makes you feel you can't control that's true yeah so maybe you you consciously had this thought that like i'm going to do this for me but that subconsciously you were affected by what happened because you can't control how you feel about that things ha- that happened to you yeah but what my my point is is that if it is going to affect you in this way i think it's naive to believe that like everybody's going to be on your side posting whatever or any, especially as a celebrity under that scope, it's going to be that way. And, and sometimes that's like, that is the issue that, that I kind of, you know, come in, in in here with is that like, you feel, you feel a certain way. Fair enough. Going forward. How are you going to react to it? Right. Are you going? Are you going to then continue to post, and like be like, "Oh, let's weed out the bad comments," but it's still yeah. just for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Like that's very that's very weird to me. Yes, but but as far as like, should she dance on Instagram or whatever? Like, Who do cares? what you want to Who do. Cares? Like, if yeah. you want to dance on social media, hey, I'm not complaining about <laughs> a, a, a really like you know beautiful girl dancing on my screen. I'm, I have no issues there ever i have i have no issues yeah but you gotta understand that not everyone's gonna think like me or like you or like you or like you you yeah Yeah. and and they're going to be wanting to they're gonna be wanting to tear you down that's true like so yeah yeah but the reason the reason that that this sort of tied in and i said sort of because it's a branching off thing why I want to know this on like you know the lines and stuff. 
there's a very thin line between appreciation and harassment. And I want to know why this is. Or, or I'll say attraction and harassment in terms of, like, how, like, men can consume oh. this kind of, like, content. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right? I want to know why sometimes, like, it, 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 it's, it's harassment to, like, be interested in, like, something that isn't sexual content in a sexual way. Like Lola Bunny. Sure. <laughs> and that's not how I looked at Lola Bunny, but okay. No. No, uh, but what I'm saying is is that, like, making certain, like, like or not making certain comments, but even thinking a certain way can be seen as being, like, misogynistic because right. you're looking at this woman as an object of desire and not as, like, you know. Whatever she's showcased. Oh, yeah, a woman yeah. and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Um... There's there's a difference between looking at a woman as and and having a desire for a woman, and treating her like an object, <laughs> like tr- and that's that's where the line comes in. If you're if you're actively belittling women, and, and saying they're they're lesser than you, that all they're good for is looks, then you're a misogynistic prick. I agree. I agree. But, oh, go on then. Okay, but that doesn't mean you can't be attracted to a woman and show your attractiveness towards a woman uh, in a respectful manner. Uh, I, I want to put that in and make sure I say that in a respectful manner. Um, but but why? What counts? What counts as respectful? I think, like, the, the, there are some things that are very clearly, like, you're off base here. Yeah. yeah. But I think the line, I could be wrong, I think the line shifts depending on how interested that person is in you. Exactly. That's if that true, person's yeah. not interested in you, and you could say, like, a bare-bones compliment. They'd be like, get the fuck away from me, mm. you creep. Yeah. But if someone else did it, they'd be like, oh, like, slide in the DMs. Yeah. So yeah. It, it does move, yeah. which mm. makes this a very complicated <laughs> conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at you go. Look at, Look at this guy. Look at you. Look at this guy. Asking I'm the, the real hostest questions. with the mostest. Go ahead. That was my initial statement. Did you make your He made his initial statement. Yeah. I think, God damn it, let people be attracted to each other. Well, yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's just attraction. Like, it's simple attraction. Yes. Just because you think someone's hot doesn't make them, like, like, oh, you're a misogynistic fuck. No, no. I'm just attracted to women. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not... That's true. That's not how harassment works. It's not. But but again, like you said, harassment... The goalpost moves for harassment on what you are doing. Or, or what... How they, how they see how you. How they see you. Yeah. Right? What if Pepe Le Pew was fucking sexy? But then aren't they harassing us? They are! But that's, that's another <laughs> point I was going to bring up. That, like, women get a free pass on harassment. That's true. Like, yep. if women want to harass, because men are expected to be these, like, overly, overtly yeah, sexual, sexual, you know, predators. fucking people. No, yeah. that's not. No. Why would you say predator? <laughs> what? what the fuck is wrong with not, you? We're not expected to be predators. Dixon. <laughs> we're not expected to be predators. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow, I've been way off base with this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to be predators? Well, that's not good. 
No, but it's I gotta like, make some phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> but it is like women get that pass. Yeah, to yeah. be like as nasty as they want in a societal context. Yes. Yeah. Than like men do, where Unless men you make wop, then you've, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can but, abuse your husband, but you can't make wop. Yeah, this is a this is a conversation we're talking about. We're talking about cancellations here. Yeah. How did Cardi B get off drugging men and stealing their stuff? I don't know. She's a powerful woman. That's how. I don't know. She should be in jail. She should be. <laughs> She's admitted to the crime. Yes. Yeah. Statute of limitations? Is that it? Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. Is but, that the reason? But people are like, ah, oh, it's just her grind. You're drugging that's, that's, your that's men. That's the stripper drugging grind. Them. And, it, and you're... Oh, get your bag. Your bag. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, why? Like, the, the boundaries, the barrier line, the bar line for this shit is so weird. If a male yeah. stripper did that to a female... Done out. Done Uproar. Out. Fucking but, but like like these... like wasn't Channing Tatum a male stripper? Yeah. Yeah. If he oh, if this if gone. a story if a story came out that Channing Tatum was like going with girls, drugging them and stealing their stuff as a male stripper, do you think he'd be okay? No. no. He'd be done. They'd he'd let him make gambit. Out. He'd and never then he'd do anything gone. ever again. <laughs> They'd what? let him make gambit. And then he'd be gone. <laughs> <laughs> they curse us with one last movie. There we go. Um, but yeah, no, if, if that was Channing Tatum, he'd be fucking in jail for life. Yeah. For yeah. probably for life. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's so weird. But like we're talking about cancel culture, yeah. and I'm like, how the fuck did this get off? Because yeah. no man's gonna come forward and be like, Cardi B drugged me and stole all my money. And that's an issue. That no is an man issue. will ever come forward with that. Yeah. No one will go to testify. So She'll get off. And she, yeah. Oh, it was a joke. She was joking. Whatever. Because no one's going to come forward. Because no one wants to admit to that. Yeah. yeah. Which is a big problem. It is a yeah. big problem. And where like all this really stems from. Because Terry Crews came out and was like, I was fucking groped. Yeah. And everyone called him a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And like made fun of him. Yeah. For standing You're gonna up for Terry himself. You're going to call Terry Crews a bitch. You're going to call Terry Crews a bitch. Yeah. Come on. One thing. But also a bitch for like being for sexually, sexually abused. abused. Yeah. 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 I got harassed. Yeah. Like, come on, like, and that's something like that happens. And no, if Terry, if you're, if Terry Crews is gonna be made fun of, then like, I'm gonna get fucking made fun oh, of. Oh yeah, so I'm not gonna come forward. Yeah, like fuck that. So we're just stuck here. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. And that's like, that's the thing is that is that like, and we talked about it with Yao. Yeah, I was about to say this goes back to the Yao conversation okay. and like talk about like men's mental health and like how that is like so differently like viewed. In so many different ways, yeah. like it's it's a shame. It's a shame that like that conversation has to be had still. Of like, you know, can I come out with this story, especially yeah. in a time where you know, like, and it's it's the thing. And 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 um, my sister obviously she's a huge sexual abuse like advocate and yes. whatever. Yeah. She was telling me she was like she was like she doesn't like to say though like she's like a feminist or whatever because it's not true. Because, like, when she's fighting for, like, sexual abuse, she's fighting, like, equally for, like, men's sexual abuse stories as she is, like, women's sexual abuse stories. Because men also experience sexual abuse, but they just don't have, like, the the movement in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, there's that, that's, like, the the whole issue there in, in the root of it. So, going back, 
women get to be as nasty as they want. That's true. Yeah. In in public, in whatever, because it's just become societal norms. Yeah. So now, like, thirty years from now, thirty years from now, let's say it's not a societal norm anymore. Okay. Are these women going to be canceled for, for for what they've done today? For what they've done today, should they be canceled? They'd cancel us for it. And that's that's a fair point. They would cancel They'd us. They cancel for it. us for it. <laughs> Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah. Shit like that. Shit like God that. God damn. Like that. Yeah. Why'd you lay the heater on him? <laughs> <laughs> you watch you. Yo, they'd cancel us for it. Oh. It's true. Throw me overboard into the sea with my ancestors. Because <laughs> even they knew death was better than bondage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, potent, yeah. succinct, <laughs> plot progressing. Some heavy shit. <laughs> you're the MacGuffin and the McMuffin. Oh, you're the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, um, where do we go from here? I think the only thing left is Texas. Fuck Texas. Texas. Nah, you know what? Hey, we can sum up Texas. It's a bit silly, this. Yeah. Bit early. The rest of the world, let's not. Yeah, let's not do what they did. But we will do what they did. Alberta's going to do that because we're the Texas of Canada. We need that stampede tourist I'm assuming we're going to do it because I think they're going to want to open up the stampede this summer. Oh, they are. Because we need that money. They're not going to lift the mask mandate, but they're definitely going to open up the stampede. You guys see that video of the... The like literal children burning their masks no. in front of like state, uh, like a state building. Yeah, and I'm talking like kids, kids, like like what, <laughs> like six year olds. So their parents have fucking dragged them out here, and they got like a like a drum, like a garbage can, and they're all throwing their fucking masks into this like burning garbage can. So weird. So weird. That's weird on so many levels. So <laughs> that's yeah. very weird. Yeah, I saw it just before I came why? over here, and I was like, "Why would why are you making your kids do this? Is it supposed to be more powerful if kids do it?" Yeah, it is. That's yeah. why, because like a kid's voice, it's like, "Oh, look at what you're doing to the kids." Yeah, <laughs> how could you do this to the children? Yeah. Think of the children. So, yeah. like, that's yeah, yeah, that's silly. Very silly. That's silly. As <laughs> is Texas. Texas, you silly mongooses. Speaking of Texas, this is actually unrelated to the Texas point we're making. It uh. just reminded me of a story that involved Texas. So uh, it's a pretty funny story, actually. My dad's company has an office based out in Texas, and one of the guys, yeah, leave during my fucking story. Hey, I'm here for you. One of the guys is from Canada, but he lives down there. And during the summers, he comes up to Canada to play in a, I think it's like a, a, a shinny hockey league. A shin hockey? Shinny hockey. Like, it's recreational hockey. League. Oh, okay. And he, no. I think he plays in it. I forget if he said this takes place down in Texas or if it takes place up in Canada. Okay. I think it is Canada, but basically they're they're playing hockey, right? And he's yeah. and the guys telling the story is like, yeah. So I'm playing against this one guy, and I beat. I'm the puck's in the corner. I go to the corner, and guys chase me, and I beat him to the puck by like a mile. Like I I no, I beat him. Uh, I'm ahead of him by like a mile. Yeah. But he beats me to the puck, somehow. I'm ahead of him, but somehow he gets the puck first. Okay. So I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? 
And then throughout the whole fucking game, I'm trying to attack. I, I go to give him a little slash on the leg just to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm pissed at you. Without even looking at me, puts his hand there and blocks the stick. <laughs> Holy shit. He fucking, so he beats me to the puck. I'm faster. It's a twins. But he beats me to the puck. I go to slash him, blocks the stick and just carries on. Doesn't even look at me. The guy, Brett Burns. NHL defenseman for the San Jose Sharks, ah. who's fucking like like six foot six, Jesus. plays in a beer uh, league. Y- yeah, like honestly, <laughs> like you look and you see this guy, like this is the guy who would play in that beer league. But apparently, him and his family like get in an RV and just like travel around throughout the fucking summer and everything. No right? way. So yeah, that's pretty funny. Here, I'll show you a How picture. The fuck, did he know though? Yeah, right. Because he plays in the NHL, he just knows. Yeah, you gain telepathy when you're in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Brent Burns. Sorry, I kind of oh, that one. There you go. Didn't Texas pass a bill that lets like a man stop an abortion? He would play in a beer league. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, he knows. Okay. But yeah. yeah. yeah he played in a beer league. Did they? I think they did. Why? Because it's fucking Texas. <sighs> I'm with Dave Chappelle on that on that stance of abortion. What's what that? Say, what do you say again? He was like like uh, if you have a dick, like stay out of this oh, argument. Yeah, like it's a woman's choice. Yeah, like yeah. whether yeah. she what she wants to do. However, in all fairness, uh, if you do choose to keep it, a man shouldn't have to pay for it. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent behind that. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you shouldn't, you can't like enslave a man financially. No, through this, like. It, there's be, because there's a bunch, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. Now, if you don't want to get rid of it, fair enough. Don't. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 If you want to get rid of it, do. If you want to keep it, but you want to give it to adoption to someone who can financially raise it, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you can't just be like, I'm keeping this, even though like it was an accident on and both you're of our parts, for and it. you have to pay for all of it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like it, so. when it comes up, if a woman is ready to have the child or she's not ready to have the child, she should have the choice of whether she wants to have a child or not. But men don't really get that choice unless, and if they do get that choice and they choose, I'm not having the child, they're looked at as deadbeat fathers for abandoning their kids. Which they are to an extent. They are to an extent. But the thing thing is is that I feel the conversation should be open about if men feel they're, they're not ready to be a father, they shouldn't be trapped in this situation. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. Without having, like, an influence on the pregnancy itself. Yes, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, like, there's more There's I, more to the child process <laughs> than just whether it lives or dies. Yeah, yes, right? that's true. Or yeah. whether it makes it or doesn't make term, it or yeah. whatever the fuck. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Big hats. Texas. It's funny. It's a big hat. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah. Spurs, um, right? They're making a lot of mistakes. Frozen, Texas. frozen pipes. <laughs> a lot of mistakes. They could really use some advice. Speaking of advice, hey, there we go. The Sagui King is back. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! To cap off this episode. I have gone to the trusty old Reddit. R slash relationship advice. Oh, my. Oh, oh, advice. Now I get it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, yeah. So 
there's a lot of things here that we can look over and we can give these people advice on what they should do in their situations. Yes. We are all qualified. Yeah, yes, we are <laughs> qualified here. Yeah. Me the most. One of us has been in, in a relationship. The other one resisted in a relationship. <laughs> and the other one never been in a relationship. Never we don't got to talk about it. We don't got to talk about it. We don't got to talk about it. I'm qualified. We don't got to specify who's who. I'm qualified, right. okay? Yeah. So let's 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 start let's start with this first one. Let's start with this first one. My twenty year old female so 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 the, the girl She's it's a girl. My twenty year old female dad walked in on me having sex and now my parents won't talk to me. So the story is this. I'll try to keep this as short as possible. Just really looking for advice and other perspectives and who's right or wrong and why they're so mad. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but we weren't in the house. Oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. Well, because wait. the parents can be like, oh, you're going to fuck in my house? Okay, so I'm so not I sure if this is relevant, but we weren't in the house. I have a st sort of study area shed thing separate from the house, and my boyfriend and I were in there. My dad walked in on my boyfriend and I said, what's going on here? Told my boyfriend to leave and then left. He came in a few minutes later and treated my boyfriend with a lot of aggression. I didn't feel too anxious or upset after he had walked in the first time, but seeing how he treated my boyfriend made me absolutely devastated. 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 I went to bed, and neither of my parents have spoken to me today. My mom shot me one glare, but apart from oh. that, they haven't even acknowledged me. I usually have a very healthy and friendly relationship with them. I understand the awkwardness or the uncomfortable uh, uncomfortableness of, uh, but why are they so angry? I'm 20 years old. I'm an adult. I'm more than willing to just talk about what happened. I'm going to show them what happened. No. no. <laughs> uh, I'm more than willing to just talk about what happened. They know I'm sexually active, and if they were concerned about pregnancy or anything else, wouldn't they say that rather than treating me like I'm dirt because I had sex with my boyfriend? I'm not sure how to approach this with them, and I'm not sure why it's such a massive deal. I've resisted the urge to isolate myself in my room, and I've stayed downstairs all day in hope that they'll talk to me, but no luck yet. What did I do to deserve the, tri the silent treatment? Like, I can't wrap my head around where their anger is coming from. They're not religious or very conservative, so I doubt it's anything to do with purity or waiting until marriage, especially seeing as they know I've had sex before. Oh, that's it. That's it. Who, who, who wants to start? We'll start with the most qualified. So, Dixon, go on. See, the problem here is you had premarital sex! Jesus Christ! It's Jeez. a sin! You need to go down to the church, you need to drown yourself in, the, in, that, in that holy water, and, and wipe, the, wipe the sin off of your face. Because that's probably, sin's probably not the only thing that's been on your face. Get it all up in your cooch. <laughs> Semen. Uh, but you need... You need to get rid of all of this sin for having this premarital sex. You think that's not the issue? It is the issue because God's way is the only way and you are on the highway to hell. No, Dixon. No. If God, oh, if God didn't want us to fuck, he wouldn't give us genitals until we were married. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me everything I needed. He knows what he's doing. Shit like that. Shit like that. But God didn't make us to be perfect, Craig. God made us with the ability to fail. And those who fail deserve to go to hell. In a cell. No. Oh. 
we're made in God's image, so isn't God trying to fuck in the study room? <laughs> he has all the messed up thoughts I have. He has all the urges I have. He doesn't get to. He doesn't get to fuck off and make a bunch of kids be a deadbeat dad to his son and judge me. Mm. Yes, he does, cause he's God. He's all powerful. He's the oh, holy one. If he's so powerful, Praise why doesn't he come down and fight no, me? No, no. <laughs> Guys, relax. Amen, sister. No, this is my house. I don't want to have any fucked up shit happening around my house. Because you guys wanted to stir up the wrath of God. <laughs> there it is. You see, it's caught on. It's like cunt with Dixon, where it's just like, now I'm like, wrath. Wrath. <laughs> yeah. what, what advice? What advice do you have? Just talk to them. Yeah, like if they're not going to start the conversation, you start the hey, conversation. I think, I think she's in the wrong here. Why? Yeah, you're you're fucking in the study area, you know. That's for uh, studying. You can you studying can go, books, not the human anatomy. You can go forth and talk with your parents about it. If you really want to, you should. You can step up instead of asking Reddit. <laughs> you're asking assholes like us. Yeah, you could be asking your parents what the the source of their anger is. Yeah, you yeah. could. Even if they are angry at all, maybe they just don't have much to say. Maybe, yeah, maybe they just honestly forgot about it, and maybe they they're did. speechless. Maybe, what if you bring yeah. like that's the thing? She's gonna bring it up, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, we actually forgot about that. We didn't know we were being silent. Oh, I'm sorry." Uh, but what if they're naturally silent? But they, what well, if they're what mute? about the angry glare? What if they're mute? There was an angry glare. Yeah. Right? So I think they are mad. Maybe that's because the dad told the boyfriend to get out, but the boyfriend didn't immediately get out because the boyfriend doesn't understand sign language. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's probably why, right? Yeah. So. Probably why. Yeah, she's just being unreasonable here for just not. She's not taking, having, she's not conversing with her parents. All right? Yeah. yeah. So talk to them. It is the child's job to be mature in this situation. It is. Yeah. 20 years old. She said it herself. She said, I'm more than capable of having yeah. this conversation. So then so fucking do it. do it. So fucking yeah. do it. All this talk, but not the right talk. See? <laughs> all, all, <laughs> <laughs> all these people want to talk about the things they'll do, and then they never do them. Yeah. Yeah. She just wants to sound One mature on Reddit. Yeah. Wrong Anyone place. could sound mature on Reddit. Anyone. I can. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you're the asshole. Yeah. yeah. Wrong segment. But so, it still works. But it applies. So, next. I, 29 female, keep finding long hairs in my bathroom, which is strange because my husband, 32 female, I'm, I'm assuming male, Maybe not. Who knows? Who no, knows? it's male. It says it after. Okay. My husband, 32 male, is bald, and I have short pixie crop hair. Maybe his pubes are so, really long. So. Maybe all the hair went there. So it says off jump typo. Husband is bald, 32 male. So using a throwaway account because reasons. This started a few <laughs> weeks ago while cleaning the I got bathroom. Reasons. I found a number of long hair strands over my bathroom wall by the shower. On this the struck me. This struck me as very odd because not only does my husband not have hair, I also wear a very cropped short hairstyle. So it's impossible for the strands I found to belong to either me or my husband. Confused. <laughs> 
confused. I washed them away, but couldn't stop thinking about Why? it. I decided. Ziploc bag that shit. I decided. <laughs> I decided. Get it to the lab. I just. <laughs> I decided not to mention it. CSI but kept. Yes. Enhanced. Yeah! <laughs> Guess we better get this hair to the lab. Yeah! <laughs> no, it's not even a fucking. All right, go on. Yeah. Confused. I washed them away, but couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided not to mention it, but kept looking out for them. There seems to be a pattern that there's hairs appearing when I'm either at work or out for a longer time period. I feel like I'm going crazy. (laughs) And I feel like I shouldn't just immediately go to my husband cheating on me with a longer haired woman. I asked you. I asked you. I asked my husband about it, and he just shrugged. (laughs) <laughs> which, makes, which makes me more He's paranoid. He's cheating. Which He's makes cheating. me more paranoid as surely this is something that's strange. So why is he so blase about it? I'm starting to think he's playing it down to stop me from finding out the truth. She's starting to think that. Yeah. yeah. It happened again two days ago and I asked my husband again. He dismissed it, but this time admitted it's strange, but told me the only explanation is that they must be my hairs. They're not, and after saying so, now he'll just ignore me if I bring it up. I don't want to assume my husband is cheating on me and accuse him of such over something so ridiculous, but I'm driving... It's physical evidence. But I'm driving myself into the ground trying to work out how the hairs have got there without my husband dismissing it as nothing. Uh, During lockdown, we haven't had any visitors that I know of, so that can can rule out his sister. Too long didn't rule... Too long didn't read. I believe or my does husband, it rule out his sister? Too long didn't read. <laughs> yeah. Too long didn't read. I believe my husband is cheating on me because I keep finding long hairs in the bathroom, which can't possibly belong to either of us. Yeah, he's cheating on you, and he doesn't even try to hide anymore. No, I'd like to start here. Um, yes. So the first comment is: Do you do your laundry at a public laundromat? No. Or share washers and dryers? Why with would anyone? it be on your Stop. bathroom wall? Or is Stop. there anyone you have been in contact with during this time that has long hairs? While unlikely, that may explain finding hairs once or twice. But if it's recurring, especially in the shower, I don't think you're unreasonable to be suspicious. Okay, here's the thing. Like, yeah. the husband's definitely cheating, but oh, yeah. she is in the wrong here. Because uh, a woman shouldn't have short hair. Shouldn't question her man. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> 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 this segment was a mistake. Didn't we take vows? What is your <laughs> questioning me? They shouldn't have short. It's not attractive women have Big long it. hair that's how it works okay everyone's really going at this like these loose draws are the sheets being washed slash changed oh my more God. they're all covered cheating. They're, yeah, he's cheating the, on you. is the garbage being taken out anywhere in the house more frequently <laughs> they're really trying their hardest to cover for this bad he's cheating on you yes <laughs> he's cheating on you and he doesn't care because he got caught Someone then brought her back. Someone said, okay, okay, the hair has to have gotten there somehow. I think the negative end of the possibilities have been pretty well covered. So is it possible your husband has a secret border collie? <laughs> <laughs> that is possible. That's possible. That's possible. That's you know what? I think, I think 
That's maybe, the winner. Maybe he's not cheating on you. Maybe he isn't. <laughs> I, I like Craig's here. Someone said, someone said, start <laughs> collecting all the hairs until one day you have enough of them to create a persuasive wig out of it. <laughs> Once you have the wig, wear it and sit in the living room with your back facing the front door. When your husband walks through, pretend to be the mistress and record his reaction <clears throat> with a hidden camera. Yes. If he's confused as to who is in his living room, he's not cheating. If he says, what are you doing here? You got a problem. Hopes this helps. I feel like that person's speaking from experience. That's there. a bulletproof plan. Yeah. Foolproof. Yeah. Bulletproof. Definitely done that before. Yeah. Bulletproof plan. It's a, it's a bulletproof plan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's cheating he's on cheating. you. He's cheating. Come on. God. Without regret. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. He the got shrug caught. is nuts. <laughs> the shrug. The, the, the Who's hair, hair, hair here? Uh. But then you brought her back and had her leave her hair. You didn't check? Yeah. Yeah, and he was just like, that's not mine. It's yours. It's yours, but it's too like It's your hair. What'd you say? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's cheating on you. Spicy, I found a new one. Ooh. Mad spicy. My girlfriend told me she was with a friend, but that friend was with me picking out an engagement rig. How do I confront my girlfriend about her lie? <laughs> Say I was hanging out with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man. No, no, no. Here's how you do it. You're Here's not how you do lying. it. Wait, no, that's not the whole story. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me let me tell the story. Someone says, "Oh, wrong one." There we go. Someone says, "God, this is a doozy." <laughs> you deserve to be cheated on. <laughs> Someone <laughs> says, "God, this is a doozy." <laughs> I swear, my life feels like a movie right now. Sorry for the weird formatting. I'm on a mobile. And this is my first time posting on a sub like this. I, 28 male, am planning on proposing to my girlfriend of three years, 26 female. Now, soon. now I suck at picking out jewelry. I'm the type of guy that doesn't see a problem with heart-shaped jewelry. Seriously, why is it considered so ugly? So every time I want to buy something <laughs> for my girl, I usually consult one of our mutual friends. My girl's best friends are all friends with me as well, and we all get along well. So asking them for help picking out jewelry is something I'm used to. When it came time to pick out a ring, I, consult I consulted my girlfriend's best friend, Justine, fake name. Justine and I are quite close. And she knows my girlfriend better than anyone, including me. So, Jeez, when my girlfriend cheating right again. So, when my girlfriend went out to visit her sister and baby nephew, I invited Justine over to the house to help me pick out a <clears throat> ring. Justine and I looked through a few catalogs but decided it was a dead end and it would be better to go to professionals at a jewelry store. However, I didn't know when my girlfriend would be coming home. So, Justine and I thought of a clever text to gauge how much time we had. I asked her when she'd be coming home as I was ordering takeout and wanted to know when to tell yeah. them to have the food ready by. Clever boy. That's bulletproof. She responded <laughs> by saying it would be a few hours. She met up with Justine to go shopping. Fuck. Now... Obviously, this took me by surprise since Justine was standing inside my house. I showed Justine the text, and she looked as confused as I was. It isn't out of the ordinary for my girlfriend to meet up with people out of the blue like that for shopping, lunch, etc. She's a very spontaneous person and loves making plans on the fly. So, I bet. ordinarily, I would have believed this text in a heartbeat. However, obviously, 
This had to be a lie. <laughs> She's buying you an engagement ring. When she came mm. home, when she came home, she acted completely normal, and I played along. But it's been really hard to act like everything's fine. We got takeout, our ate together, and cuddled on the couch after. So far, she's caught on a little that something's upsetting me, but I just can't tell her what. Looking at her kills me. I don't know what to do. My girlfriend and I have zero trust issues, and we tell each other everything. Well, that's you do not, now. That's not true. You do now. Uh, we tell each other everything, so this lie is killing me. I want to ask her about it so bad, but if I tell her I knew she was lying, I'd have to explain why. And I really don't want to do that. What do I do? Uh, I know she lied to me, but I don't know how to confront her about it. Should I just forget it? No. This won't stop gnawing at me. Please help. Here's, here's, here's what you do, all right? You don't mention it. You don't bring it up. What you do is you you buy the ring, you invite everybody over for a party, and then you propose to Justine. Ooh. And then when she freaks out, say, but just Justine picked out this ring with me when you said you were with her. Ooh. Ooh. In front of everybody. In yeah. front of everybody. And then what you do is... You hope Justine actually says yes, and then you and Justine get married and just cut her out from your life. Justine sounds really nice, and yeah, I think I she think, deserves I think a she's happy the one. ending. You know what? Dump this chick. I think Justine's the one. Yeah. yeah. This Justine. Nope. No. <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Turn Justine into your agent and have her investigate your your girlfriend. Yes. You know what I would have done? I'm so fucking petty. Beat I would have been like, up. no, I would have been like, yeah. cool, and I would have been like, Justine, wait around. And yeah, like, just have her come back <laughs> Honestly, and see yeah. Justine standing there. And I'd be like, ah, really? Really? You're were out you? With Justine? Were you? Wanna know how I knew you weren't with Justine? Because we were here having sex. <laughs> Shit. Because she's with What were you two doing? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um um I think you don't gotta jump to the conclusion immediately that like she's cheating on you. Because she could be buying a ring. But y- y- the conversation Call should be on had. Oh, Call her on her lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you do it now? Like, you should have done, done, done it immediately. It's like, oh, I just met up with Justine. No, you should just said, you should have phoned her right away and said, no, Justine's here. Yeah, Justine's with me. What are you doing? If you don't want to tell me, that's fine. But don't fucking lie. Could have saved money on the ring. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. fuck, it's man. something that needed to be dealt with like sooner than later, because it's gnawing at you and it's just gonna like eat your life away. Yeah, and if you get you married and never ask miserable. This. Yeah, you're gonna he get proposes, married to this woman. She you says don't yes. Wanna... She's like, such a beautiful ring. Where'd you get? Oh, Justine picked it out for me. When? Oh, remember when you said you were with her? No, she was with me picking out the ring. Yeah. So yeah, I- I'm glad you like it. Just moves past it. Doesn't even acknowledge. Like, what? What? <laughs> Next one. Let's get let's get to the next one. Let's get to the next one. Justine and that guy forever, by the uh, way. Yes. They're they're the yeah. true couple. <laughs> they should beat the shit out of the other girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Honestly. They oh, should God. buy like the most expensive, <laughs> biggest ring ever and yeah, leave an imprint it. in her forehead the with shit it. Out of her with her. Uh, yeah. Wait, where's the throw her in the lake? Wait, no, wait. Chop her up into the cement. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Pour some wet cement, throw her in it, make sure it dries, make sure she can't Drown get out. her in it. No, don't drown her in it. Let face up. Drown so can, in it. No, face <laughs> up so can, she can still drown breathe. Drown in it. But then just leave her there so people just walk over her on the sidewalk. Give and her then, the four-corner press yeah. into, into the wet cement. <laughs> 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 yes. 
Yeah. So she hands over the sign. <laughs> yeah, because people like that. Damn, <laughs> I want the whole story of this, but they didn't update. And there's no original post anywhere. Damn. But I'll just read. I'll just read the the title out, and I'll yeah. read what the update is. Okay. okay. My 22 female fiance, who's a 25 male, wants his father to check my hymen tomorrow night before I get married. Oh, <laughs> uh, I used to ride horses back in the day, and it broke. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Oh man, let's see this up. I want to know what happened. But there's no original post. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. Here's the problem. Don't get married before 25. I mean, realistically. Honestly. Gonna lock it because we're currently trying to catch. Fuck. So, uh, basically, this is the update. Imagine your father-in-law checking your hymen. Yeah. First of all. Oh, is he a gynecologist? No. (laughs) Someone (laughs) says. uh, So, so she says. So, she says. Gives the old dirty juice. (laughs) (laughs) so so it starts off with her saying first of all thank you so much for all the replies i didn't think this would get so big i've read pretty much all of them special shout out goes to the person who says this was fake solely on the fact that i write like a man whatever that means (laughs) uh also thanks for all the gold and silver it's appreciated although if you want to spend money give it to charity or something so she says i went and talked to him this morning i told him that his father is not going to look at me and he needs to respect that. He was adamant that it needs to happen and accused me about lying about my virginity. I was trying to be calm and rational, but he was not having it. It just became more and more angry. I told him if he really loved me, he would stand by me on this and tell his father no, to which he slapped me <laughs> and said <laughs> he didn't need to prove anything. So I ended it and left him. I'm currently back at my friend's house being miserable and eating pizza, which is pretty fun. She's in the wrong, like... Yeah, she don't, should, she don't needs to marry know her into place. his family. <laughs> she needs to know her place. Your father-in-law he was trying, showing to, her, trying to finger he you. He smacked her to be like, you're not above me. Like, that's what a healthy relationship is. Right. Yeah, like, just let the father diddle your vagina a bit. Honestly. Just a little bit. Diddle? <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to tear your hymen or anything. Fucking no, no, relax. he's just checking to see if it's still intact. All right, let's do one more. <laughs> let's do one more here. I want to do one more. He smacked Slapped me. Slapped Let's see. Yeah, run. Run <laughs> while you fucking can. <laughs> All right. It'd be so funny if the father wasn't Fuck even friend. a gyno. Fuck his Talk. friend. Fuck his friend. Uh, oh, fuck his friend. Yeah, fuck his friend. And then be like, oh, the hymen was broken when I fucked Jonathan. That's right. And then never see either of them again. Yeah. And just leave their friendship in shambles. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. That's the way it is. That's how you get back at people. Oh, it is. That's you what I do. Fuck their friend. I, I'd fuck their best friend. Yeah. This is a good one. Is it? I, 16 female, was invited to a gangbang. <laughs> or no, sorry. Sorry, I read that wrong. Sorry, I read that wrong. I read that wrong. That's my bad. That's my bad. I, 16 female, was invited to a gangbang? Oh, okay. It's a, oh, it's a question okay. mark. A it's a better, question a mark. Got it. Got it. Invited to a gang? <laughs> okay. So, it says, basically, last night a bunch of senior guys from my school added me to a group chat on Instagram. The conversation went like this. I'll be using fake names. Justin says, yo, Typical me. Justin. Yeah. Justin, yo, me. Hi. Actually, no. No, let's everybody get in here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll be. I'll be me. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And you'll be, you be Justin, you be Jake. I'll be Jake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yo. Hi. <laughs> You're in 10th, right? Yes. We got to ask you something. Uh, okay. 
You want to have a gangbang? <laughs> El Bafillo, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? We're FRI. For real. For real. That's an L. We're, we're fry. <laughs> <laughs> I then left the group chat. Tyler, Tyler added me back to the group chat. Why you leave? I don't want to. Mark says, we'll low-key rape you. Wait, wait, hold up. Jake says, why, what? bro? Why do you say stuff like that? What be wrong? I left the group chat. <laughs> Go to the police, bitch. You're going to get raped. They're going to rape They're gonna rape you. They're going to fucking, fucking rape you. Ben. That such a turn. We'll low-key low key rape, rape you. How do you low-key rape someone? <laughs> oh, you got to be like On real the sneaky about yeah. it. Yeah. Under like the bleachers. Like, what the fuck? Like in a theater. She goes to the theater. She sits down. There's Mark. Boom. Dick he, he is the chair. <laughs> he is the chair. <laughs> she turns around. She just sees this chair running out of the theater. Yo. Yeah, Yo, that, to took, that took such a left turn. She needed to get that evidence that she <laughs> needed to go to the fucking police. <laughs> Why is she hanging she around with left seniors, the... though? Like, why would a teenager she, be hanging She's around? not hanging she around with them. She doesn't seem like she knows them that well. Why would she be well? hanging around with these, like, 60-year-olds? Like, what the fuck is she no, doing? Dick, no, Dick, no. High school seniors. I was 60 when I was in high school. You were 60 when you were in high school. In another time. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. I get it. I know what's going on. What's going on? I don't know what's going on. That did take a turn. <laughs> Yeah, that well, was nuts. Well, Loki rape the, you. The title to the text gave off very different vibes. I was like, I thought it was like, oh, I got invited to a gangbang. Should I go? Yeah, I like, me too. It's like, no, I'm not interested. Oh, we'll just rape you then. Oh, oh hold <laughs> up. One just fucking second here. What? Uh, no. This is another great uh, headline. I, 15 male, walked through a glass window and sliced my leg Jason? up. Girlfriend, Michael. 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 Girlfriend keeps poking it, and it's starting to piss me off. Wait, wait, wait. Why is she fucking poking it? These titles are funny. My boyfriend keeps making rude jabs at me that I'm not an adult. That's weird. How old are you? Yeah. Uh, Maybe she doesn't act like an adult. Jesus Christ. My parents are trying to force me, 17-year-old female, into $120,000 in debt. Please help me. <laughs> it's honestly, that, that one's probably just like, oh, they're forcing me to go, to college. to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> My parents are forcing me to go to OSU, and they won't sit down and talk finances with me. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. No, stop. No. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, so, so, responding to that girl uh, who wants to get in a gangbang. Uh, she doesn't want quite. it. Well, let me answer first. <laughs> okay? You got the okay. premise wrong. If you want to explore that side of your sexuality. She doesn't. You, uh, Craig! <laughs> if you want to explore that side of your sexuality, you go right ahead, sister. Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> But Hell, I'll I'll join you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. That's my line. Yes. Wow. You. God, that is a doozy right there. <laughs> but if you do not want to get involved, ask yourself a couple questions first. <clears throat> Who? What? When? Where, 
why, and how. And when you've answered the sixth question, do it. You might change your mind. But if you don't change your mind, it's all on you, baby girl. <laughs> what? Here's the thing what she's not realizing, though. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing she's it's her not decision. realizing. It's her decision. Societally, the ball's in the woman's court, if you know what I'm saying. The ball's in the woman's yeah, court. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I got in it. If court. she, yeah, I if get she it. does so, this, if she does this, her popularity rate is going to skyrocket. Am I right? So, or will she just is be a it slut? really that? Is the comment of will Loki rape you really that bad in that case? Because she's going to be like a living legend in high school. Okay, we've taken this too far now. <laughs> we've taken it too far. So we've. I'm sorry. I think that's the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for it all. <laughs> this, was uh, this was a mistake. Don't don't do it if you're not comfortable with it. And if you are comfortable with it, you can do it. But be careful. Sad yeah. advice, right? <laughs> right. Has she experienced... Run! Get to the Let's... fucking police! Run! Let's... Has she experienced the highs and lows don't... of high school football? <laughs> don't, 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 don't allow them to low-key rape you. This honestly sounds like something that would be out of Riverdale. I'll low-key low rape, key you. rape you. I'm, yeah. I'm from the other side of the tracks. So I'll low-key rape you. <laughs> hey, yo, on the low... Rape. <laughs> on the low, though. Yeah, on the low. It's a low-key rape. High-key you... rape's fucked up. I want, I want to ask you a question just real quick. Rape? Rape. Hey, you me? <laughs> Rape? Guys, oh god. Okay. Yep. Yep. Pods over. Pods over. Pods over. Pods over. Pods, pods fucking over. Hey. You pick up hey. Pods over. It's all over. Pods done. No, pods no, pods done. Hey. Pods done. Streets is done. A little rape under the bleachers? We just got by it. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, let me get into album song weekly mini reviews. Weekly mini reviews. When are you going to create a jingle for this? I don't want one. Uh, <laughs> you just touched the soundboard. Yeah, on purpose. My soundboard. <laughs> yeah. <Take>. Album reviews. <laughs> album reviews. Okay. There, there's there's three things I want to talk about. It's, album, it's actually weekly mini reviews. Christ. It's not just Jesus album Christ. mini reviews. Uh, first... I want to talk about, uh, there's three things, three things I'm going to talk about. One of them we talked about earlier was the Scary Hours 2 thing uh, that Drake did, the tri-pack, the triple, ooh, baby, a trip, no, okay. Um, it's like a, a three mini pack, a really mini three pack thing. It's a it's an EP. Get on with it. EPs. Jesus Christ. EPs. Like EPs. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about it earlier with Yao, so if you want to hear it, go listen to that. Uh, I, I, did, I, I, I didn't. That. I didn't enjoy it very much, but if you enjoyed it, fair because most people did. I'm in the minority on that one, I guess. Uh, I'd give it like a five out of ten. Five. It's a five. It's five out of ten. Uh, next. Next, uh, um, uh, Denzel Curry, Denzel Curry, and Kenny Beats released Unlocked 1.5. It's like their remix uh, album from Unlocked from the previous year. Uh, Denzel and Kenny, like Kenny, it doesn't actually have that much of a role on this album because it's all. I think he may may have curated it, but past that, it's more so like Denzel Curry and his bars from the Unlocked album just over new production. 
that was done by like Alchemist, Charlie Heat. Uh, I know Robert Glasper was in there. There was an Arlo Parks record. Yeah, Arlo Parks featured Joey Badass, Benny the Butcher, Smino, some other people. But it was actually surprisingly really good. I was actually really, really uh, enthused with what we ended up getting. There were some slappers on the album. There was other uh, tracks that I wasn't as hot on just because I felt like the production was trying to do too much maybe or they were trying to like stretch the imagination of like what this verse can go over and what kind of beat it can go over and it kind of sounded a bit messy in some spots but overall it was enjoyable and it's an enjoyable follow-up to uh the previous unlocked in anticipation for what will be unlocked to at some point uh and i'm going to give it around a seven and a half something like that uh and finally uh, to play us out, we talked about it on the the Yao piece. Silk Sonic is the best thing to ever happen to the world. <laughs> and uh, they came out with fucking smash hit. Bruno Mars just doesn't miss. Anderson Pack just doesn't miss. And uh, we're going to let it rock right quick for everybody. It's Leave the Door Open. I'm sipping wine sip, sip. in a robe. I look too good, look too good. to be alone. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east swing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So.
the door open. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Silk, Sonic, Bootsy Collins is somewhere on this record coming up, somewhere. which will be great. Uh, and currently, it's my favorite song of the year so far, the best song in this year or last year. I don't give a shit about anything. I believe that that's the truth. Actually, last year I had good news. Mm. Yeah, it'd be close though. Like this is a really good song, it sure is. And uh, it's gonna take a lot for tracks to like overtake this, or it'll take the song "Aging Not That Great," which I don't think will be the case <laughs> because yeah. it sounds so fucking unreal. Uh, but that is like my track album thing of the week. Uh, yeah. I give that track a ten. A it's 10. as flawless as you could possibly get. But it is really easy for tracks to get. Or it's more easy for tracks to get 10 out of 10s than, than it is for albums, yeah, obviously. Yeah, There's a lot of 10 out of 10 tracks. That's one of them. It's fucking great. Uh, mm -hmm. And with that being said, time to wrap up the pod. So we'll yeah. start with... We start with you usually? Yeah. It goes Dixon, give me your socials. Uh, follow me on Instagram, DixonTar509. Follow me on Twitter, DST509. And then if you... No. No, because I've deleted... My dating profiles. What? They're gone. Why? Who have you met? Nobody. Oh. I'm just I'm not feeling it. I'm looking for face-to-face -face interaction here. Are well, you? you can't do that right now. <laughs> then there's no point okay. in dating at all. Interesting. Interesting theory. So, it's gone. You can't find me. You can't find me on tw Tinder or Bumble or OkCupid. Okay or Hilly, or Yumi, or uh, Match.com, or Zeusk. <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram, Dixontar509. Fair. You, go. you got a recommendation got a thingy recommendation. now, which doesn't fit with the socials. I don't give a fuck. But, but you can... <clears throat> it's social in a, in a sense, because they're on media platforms. Sure. They're on social media. So give me your recommendation for the week. The most like fascinating Twitch channel I've ever seen in my fucking life. There's a content creator called Code Miko. Have you heard of her? No. No. Code Miko is like a, a one-person operation, but it's kind of two people. So there's a character called The Technician, and she is like crazy fucking smart. She like went to school with all these like crazy like degrees and got herself this like virtual reality suit for like $13,000, which was half off. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So she gets herself this like VR suit and then uses like an app on her phone to capture like all her facial expressions. And she streams on Twitch using the character of code Miko, which is what like the suits for mm -hmm. and code Miko is a video game NPC that like, goes through different game worlds and, oh, like, wow. and like interacts with them as like Miko has like pro or as the technician has like programmed them to be. And she's like fully like interactable as in like chat can like change how Miko like looks and like her outfits. And, oh like, her shit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's like, it's fascinating. <clears throat> yeah. And when she's not like creating games and shit, she's like interviewing like some of like Twitch's like biggest personalities in pure chaos, the, the most chaotic fucking 
interviews I've ever seen in my life, and I've watched the Eric Andre show. Yeah. <laughs> these are, like, on par. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So Code Miko on Twitch. You can also find, like, tons of clips on YouTube. God, that's I a great recommendation. I'm going to go out. and check it out myself. Yeah. yeah it's fascinating. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of things you should check out, uh, follow me on Instagram at Yasin Elihi. Uh, Instagram at Yasin Elihi. Listen to my music on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, KK Media Net, anywhere you can find music that isn't uh, fucking uh, LimeWire and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, you won't find it there. But past that, you'll find it pretty much elsewhere. Listen to A Dark Birthday. We just passed the two-year anniversary of A Dark Birthday, the best album of 2019. There's no issues with it. You and I is the best track, right, Dixon? Yes. Anyways, <laughs> so Wrong. Uh, with that being said, I think, I, think, I think I've hit everything. Also, listen to OK. It's a single I dropped mm. two weeks ago or whatever. It's an instrumental, but it's quite good if you ask me because I made it. Uh, Anything to say, Dick? Oh, it's good. It's better than you and I. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, watch Code Miko. Check out Jazz's webcomic. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, the or all the descriptions uh, will be in the links. Yes. Um, no, yes. All, yes. Yes. All no, no, no. The no, all the descriptions no, no, will be in no, the links. No, all of the, so all of the links will be in the descriptions for everything that we plugged this episode, including Code Miko, yeah. uh, Jasmine's Webtoons comic, and Yao's Black Boys Don't Cry, a uh, short film. Yes. Uh, and with that being said, is there any final words that you guys have for for the pod people? This pod is costing me four followers on Instagram. <laughs> I've only gained followers off this. Jesus Christ. Stop asking us to come on the pod. Oh, that's a good one. I should have said that. Um Whoa. 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 Wake Webman. Uh, <laughs>